Welcome back to the show. This is the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. I appreciate everyone being here. Of course, I want to remind you guys to go to hankstrange.com, sign up for the email list there, look around. That's the best place to find our complete list of links. There's a, a bunch of links that we cannot put up on whatever platform it is, like YouTube doesn't want us putting up certain things and um, you know how that goes. So check out Check out uh, HankStrange.com. Also, you look around, and Lola's got Lola's deals there. All kinds of good stuff. I do want to thank Barnoles, perform makers of Performance Teal Case Ammunition, for sponsoring the show. I'm going to break out the precious... Someone's, someone's uh, audio is coming through. Yeah, I'm going to break out the precious... Uh, let's see, this is 300 Blackout here. I can show you guys. Oh, look at that. 300 blackout i don't know we're, we're gonna get into this and many other things here um also if you guys we have a link which i think i put in the chat already and you can get it at hankstrange.com to us law shield and if you sign up uh for a yearly annual membership you can save some money as well as a couple of those shekels will come back to us and help us uh to run the show here so i appreciate anyone who does that all right that being said I think we're ready to do this. If everyone's ready here, let me smash the open. Welcome back to the Hank Strange situation. All right, guys, Lifestyle don't forget to hit that subscribe button, murder. smash the thumbs up, ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live. Ding a ling a ling. I don't know where my bell, my bell. So hold on, let me see. I think I got a bell over here. Here we go. There you go. Bell has been rung. We are we are live. Um, so that we do this thing here called Jazz Hands. Lewis knows that. But 32 Icon, Olivia is joining us. We do this we do this thing called Jazz Hands. Olivia it goes like this. Everyone has to do it. You can throw your own style. There you go. Throw your own style in there if you want to. I hope you guys have your big girl panties on because this is episode 802 of the Who Move My Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Hank Strange, and our special guest tonight is 32 Icon. Olivia, there she goes. What's up? Welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. No problem. Thank you for inviting me. I had a little issue with like trying to get on real quick, and uh, mm -hmm. my niece is coming in, so if you hear noise, it's, okay. it's just like <laughs> I got kids running back and forth. So That's all right. That's all right. We, you know, <laughs> I'm sure we all know how that, how that is. Also joining us tonight is is uh, my friend Luis Valdez from Florida and the Florida chapter of the GOA. What's up, Luis? How's it going, man? Another day, man. Another day in sunny South Florida and fighting the good fight for Second Amendment rights. And like usual, dealing with either our incompetent, trunkless pachyderms that claim to be pro-gun Republicans and, of course, our Nazi Democrat running our CCW program. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we've got uh, quite a few things here that we're going to talk about here somewhere in the show, including why is Lewis in South Florida when he's supposed to be in Tallahassee? Uh, we'll get. I, I'm sure we'll get to that here at some point. So everyone who's joining us, smash those thumbs up. If you're coming in here because of 32 Icon, uh, let us know. Smash the thumbs up. Give shout outs. Hopefully uh, you guys got a chance to share all this stuff uh you know, before we came in. So if any, if we're getting like a crossover of the fans from 32 Icon, let us know. If we're getting uh, folks from GOA, let us know. Uh, I am a proud lifetime member of the GOA, along, along uh, with many other things. If you just want a shout out, you can also let us know. And we'll try as much as we can to do that. Um, Desert Wolf Armory is here and says uh, 32 Icon's biggest fan 
Uh, what's this hashtag? Uh, pistol, pistol bowl gang. Oh. <laughs> what does yeah, that mean? That's an inside joke. What's going on, Desert Wolf? That's an inside joke, but that's my oh. man right there. He, oh. he has a pretty good channel too. So okay, cool. Shout thanks out. Thanks for thanks for showing your support. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, so uh, shout out to Desert Wolf Armory. Um, and the arms man says, uh oh, it's icon. There you go. <laughs> um, hey guys, I appreciate the support. I really do. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So so welcome to the show here. Um, I don't know, you know, I don't know how many folks out there have uh heard of you or seen your stuff. I know um I've seen a couple things on YouTube from you as well as I saw you on with with uh Smash Time, who's been on. Maybe we'll see him here at some point in the show. Uh, Santee TV says, hey, y'all, it's 32 Icon. There you go. So, um, yeah, she, uh, she says, I'm her biggest fangirl. There you go. So, yeah, she's awesome. I like Santee. Yeah. So so uh, for the folks out there, let the folks, you know, tell the folks, who are you? You know, what do you do? How did you wind up doing what you do? If that, yeah. Um, well, I just kind of came out of nowhere. Basically, what happened was that uh, I had a few days off from work. And so I basically was like, hmm, I wonder who else who else is out there that could, you know, shoot guns, ride motorcycles, play poker, that sort of thing. And so my niece encouraged me to start a YouTube channel just to kind of like talk to the people. And unbeknownst to me, most of my subscribers are men, but I was actually looking for like-minded women as well because um, mm -hmm. there were no women shooters. Mm -hmm. But anyway, it, um, it escalated into this and um, it was supposed to be a channel about a plethora of things and it ended up just being firearms only. Mm -hmm. And so it it really was just to talk to people, have fun, engage. And uh, I was just surprised how it snowballed into what it is now. But um, when I came on, there weren't any black women shooting firearms. There weren't black women on YouTube doing anything um, outside of maybe cosmetics or maybe some technology um, videos, but specifically in the firearms community, not one, not on YouTube, maybe on Instagram, maybe on Facebook, but um, definitely not on YouTube. So I was surprised when later on I started to see other women uh, watch my channel. So, um, okay. yeah, that's kind of how it started. So you've been doing this for what, like about four years or something like that? Yes. Uh, okay. In October to be four years. Yep. Oh, OK. All right. So um, what is your background in this, I guess? You know, were you in the military? Are you law enforcement? Uh, do you work in a gun store? What's the what's the background? None of it. In fact, when I started, I just like to shoot like I watched other YouTubers. I learned pretty much from other uh, quality uh, trained YouTubers. And then I started taking classes. And then last year I became an NRA certified instructor. And cool. taught a couple of classes, um, but outside of that, no, I don't have any law enforcement background, military. I just, I just love firearms. I like to train. And a fun fact, actually, I haven't been to the range to shoot in about <clears throat> maybe a month and a half, two months. Oh, shame just on you! Been, <laughs> I know, just because I've been busy with other things. Right. But um, that's probably the longest I've gone without any type of live fire shooting. Okay, so you don't work in the firearms industry or anything like that. Okay. Why you la Why you laughing, Lois? 
Because I understand I haven't gone shooting in a damn long while myself. That's what I was thinking. I'm sure right now there's quite a few people, especially with the ammo thing, there's people like, well, I'm not going to shoot any ammo right now. Ammo's not a problem for me. It's damn time. I just haven't been able to get damn time to go shooting. Yeah, it, it look, it happens. When you go shooting, do you go to uh, like an outdoor range, indoor range? Where do you go shooting? Where do you go shooting? Mainly indoor, um, but I, I like shooting outdoor, preferably. But mm-hmm. I have to drive so long to get anywhere that's outdoors, mm-hmm. like minimum an hour. And so I'm always typically stuck with indoor shooting. But oh. it gets, I mean, you shoot paper over time. It does get a little cumbersome and kind of boring you know mm-hmm. you want to hear the ring of the steel mm-hmm. so you know i yeah. i try to get outside but more often than not it's indoors yeah can we can we inquire exactly where you live what part of the country or yeah yeah i live in connecticut i live in like okay. uh the fairfield county connecticut so okay yeah we got some it's it's, it's connecticut yeah it's not this Texas. yeah yeah, Connecticut is like kind of like a weird place. I mean, I don't want to say it's all the way anti-gun. I think in some ways Connecticut is a little bit easier than some other states out there. But then at the same time, there's a lot of rules and laws in Connecticut that do get in the way of people owning guns um, or even shooting and stuff like that, right? Yeah, Connecticut is becoming um, more anti-gun by the minute. Mm-hmm. And um, like right now we have this issue. I know there was another YouTuber who talked about it, but we're having an issue now where you have to pretty much call the state to get authorization when you want to purchase a firearm and they have to run a background check. And so when they do that, mm-hmm. um, it could take, you know, five minutes. It could take 50 minutes, depending on, you know, if your name is common, my name is it. So it mm-hmm. takes me two minutes to go through. However, right now they supposedly upgraded the system and it's been shut down for the last couple of weeks. You can't get through. You can't call. Uh, firearm purchases can't go through. Gun stores mm. are in an uproar. You know, that personal transfers are held. Yeah. Yeah. It's And so, like, th- they're like an organization here that's trying to fight it. And um, actually, you know, like, I, I want to say they filed some type of lawsuit basically saying that this is an infringement. Um, they're not, I mean, even if they're upgraded, it's, it's very shady of how it's being done. Mm-hmm. And so for the last month or so, like the gun sales have to just kind of plummet it because you can't get through. And obviously you cannot purchase a gun without doing a background check here in Connecticut. It has to, you have to have a state authorization number. Yeah. So it's, it's horrible. Yeah. Go ahead, Lewis. I, I know you want to jump in. Obviously no, you're with gun owners of America. I was just going to say, yeah, because in Connecticut, they ban private sale firearms, right? You can't do a private mm-hmm. transfer. So everything no, you can, no, you can do a private sale, but you too have to call the state and they have to run your background and give you an authorization number. You, you wow. can't just. So, so, even yeah. if you're, so even if let's say it's you and your roommate, you want to sell them a pistol, you still have to call in and do a, a background check on that individual. Mm. Uh, of course, so this is another <laughs> fine example of a right deni- of a right delayed is a right denied, thus turning a right into a privilege. Yeah, it's horrible. And the worst thing is, is Connecticut, you know, was the Gun Valley. I mean, you had Colt. Colt yeah. was was headquartered out of Connecticut. You had uh, Mossberg, Stag Arms, I believe. Ruger, yeah, Stag Arms. Yeah, Stag mm-hmm. Arms. Ruger. Um, 
I'm trying to think um, who else. Um, there's a, what is it? It's like Finch. There's there's a charter. Is it Charter Arms? Charter. I'm not sure if Charter. Yeah, I know I know Connecticut yeah, yeah. Shotgun is there or Standard Manufacturing. Um, they're not as well. Okay, Connecticut Shotgun is pretty old. They've been around for a long time. I don't know if you're aware of Connecticut Shotgun. That's no. the same company as Standard Manufacturing. They make that DP12 bullpup, the yep. bullpup shotgun with it's like a double barrel shotgun. Oh no, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're they're in Connecticut, but I think the standard manufacturing part is kind of new. It's the same company essentially, but they've been making bespoke shotguns in Connecticut for a long time, for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, I the last time I was in Connecticut, I was actually visiting them, and um, so they make uh, they make shotguns that start at about seventy thousand dollars. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> yeah, wow. it's a nice place. If you you should look that up. You it's a nice place up. to go visit. Yeah, yeah I may have to. Yeah, um, sounds like a road trip, Hank. Yep, um, absolutely. So um, I'm not sure when's the next time I'm going back up there. And by the way, let me just say this quickly: Vanessa Kitty is also in Connecticut. She's saying that right now. So, uh, there oh, okay. Yeah, I'm trying to like look at some of the comments here. Yeah, maybe you'll get it. Maybe you'll get a new fan there. Um, so, <laughs> let's see here. Um, so James Palloran says, "Isn't Connecticut anti-gun?" Connecticut is weird. It's relatively easy for you to get your CCW. Am I right or wrong on that? No, for the most part it is. I mean, okay. they just want your money and they give, they make you wait a little bit. But mm -hmm. I think with our new governor, um, he's anti, our legislators are anti, like they're, I mean, it's getting worse. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, I was encouraging people when I, when I, um, when I did my permit class, I was actually encouraging, especially women. I was like, listen, I need to stop playing. Come on out here, get your permit. You know, let's go because, you know, our our politicians are not gun friendly. And so pretty soon they're either going to jack up the prices so that you won't be able to afford it. You're going to be priced out or they're just going to ban, you know, a whole bunch of things, kind of like how they ban um, assault rifles here. So we have what we call others. And it's so funny because I did a video a long time ago on others and I got so many people from other states like. That's a AR pistol. That's illegal. You got the foregrip <laughs> on there, and I'm like, listen, uh -huh. this is called an other. But people, the other free states didn't understand why I had the foregrip and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. So I was getting ridiculed in the comments, and now all of a sudden, everyone know what others are. And I'm like, I'm not. I'm not just putting out false, you know, information. I'm not illegally po uh, uh, posting firearms yeah. on my YouTube channel. Like it's within the law. But anyway, that's how we have to kind of get around it. And pretty soon that loophole is going to be closed too. So and it doesn't matter if I'm talking about it. They're already trying to figure out how they're going to close it. Yeah. Uh, Connecticut does have, what I thought was interesting when I visited standard manufacturing, um, they're making ARs and stuff like that, right? They're still, so far as I know, they're still making them and they're selling them all over the country. But the people who work there cannot own an AR that's new. I well, think it, I think it has to be pre-ban or something, right? Mm, yeah. yeah, it's um, we can. Yeah, it's like it's weird. It's like we can have ARs, but it has to be the pre-ban before the 1994 assault rifles ban yeah. went into play. Mm -hmm. And so with that, when you purchase pre-bans here for you, you'll get a regular AR, and it costs mm -hmm. you seven, eight, nine hundred dollars. For mm -hmm. us, those pre-bans are like. 
dollars. Mm-hmm. So that's what we had to get before it was discovered that we can have others. And yeah. that drastically dropped the price and it yeah. made the barrel shorter. And all yeah. you had to do was just navigate. Uh, right. A, so a, I know Lewis right now is probably tempted to go get his pre-band um, AR, but you can't show you can't show any guns while we're on the show. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So, Lewis, if you're tempted, <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> We can't Aww. show. Take a picture. If you have a picture or something, you can send it to. You can, yeah. Uh, I knew exactly what Lewis was doing when he got up. I was like, man, did I forget to tell Lewis? <laughs> he can't go grab anything. It's a good thing you didn't go. It's a good thing you didn't go grab anything, Lewis. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I'd have to say shame on you. <laughs> but, yeah, I know. I know exactly what you're talking. You're talking about the 1994 right. Clinton assault weapons ban, which. A lot, mm-hmm. Massachusetts is similar in the same ways that you can only have a pre a, a pre banned firearm, and mm-hmm. that is um, anything that was legal prior to 1994. So I was going to grab my Colt SP1, which is a pre banned. Which here in mm-hmm. Florida, it's an $800 AR, but I know up in Massachusetts and Connecticut, it's worth a couple. It's of gold. Years. It's gold. It's gold. What a, do you know? Do you know um, Olivia? What do you prefer? We call you Olivia, thirty-two icon, thirty-two Olivia. icon. <laughs> Olivia, live thirty-two icon. It, it okay. doesn't matter to me, All honestly. Right. Yeah. So, do you uh, do you know what ARs are, like uh, pre bands are going for right now? Do you do you even try yeah, to get well, into? Well, I or? will. I will say they dropped in price since we now have others. But uh, prior to that. Just the lower was like eleven hundred, twelve hundred, dependent on the manufacturer. But if you get a, you know, you get a a, a pretty solid manufacturer, you're looking at twelve, thirteen hundred dollars, and then you have to add the other. I'm sorry, then you have to have the upper. But if you got it completed, twenty two, twenty one, sometimes twenty three hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and that's bare bones. That's you know, no optic, no, you know, you get rid of that ugly A two grip. You know, no backup iron size, none of that. It was just bare bones. You had to add yeah. a good trigger. You had to add all that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shout out to Mr. Big Kid. I see Mr. Big Kid out there. He says he was born and raised in Connecticut. That's another uh, gun tuber. Mr. Big Kid, he was all on right. last week. Uh, what did he say? Awesome. Bethany and Woodbridge. And he says, now I live in a great in the great state of Arizona. Have you considered moving? Can you? I don't know what you do for a living or if you want to put that out there. Um, no, I, I mean, I, I I wanted to. I moved. Oh, so basically, I was gone. I was done with Connecticut. And this is well before firearms. I just got into firearms five years ago. But mm-hmm. I didn't want to come back. I came back because my sister was very young. She died from cancer. And I basically took over the care of my nieces. So I mm-hmm. found myself stuck back here in Connecticut. They were in school. They were young. They were in elementary school. Both of my parents were here. Um and, you know, I kind of I kind of take care of my parents. I help them out. And my mom passed away this past February. So that I was oh, like devastated with that. Yeah. And, um, That's and, you know, I have my father. He's still, you know, it's, it's tough. So for me to just get up and leave, you know, I, that's why sometimes when people say, oh, just get out of Connecticut, just move, just leave. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's almost ignorant because what you're. What you're saying is that you're just one person. You can do what you want to do. When you have responsibilities and commitments and longevity in a place and you, you know, you just don't get up and leave. I mean, you can, but it's irresponsible, but you don't get up and leave. I mean, I have, 
I have so many responsibilities here. I would love to leave, but now that my niece has gone off to college, I still have my father to make sure that he's doing what he's supposed to do, you know, just mm-hmm. to, you know, parents get older and they kind of do their own thing. So would I love to leave? Absolutely. Do I think I probably would have gotten more um, opportunities on my channel with different firearms to review and such without the loss here in Connecticut? Absolutely. But this is where I am. This is where my career is and my family. And so the possibility yeah. of me leaving, although it's very sad to come to terms with, I probably won't. I probably will be here. Yeah. I, it's Go ahead. Got, go ahead, Lewis. No, I was just saying, I, I get that and I understand it. I mean, I have mm-hmm. half my family, they're stuck in uh, Union City and Hoboken and and all that, all up in New Jersey, and you know they can't leave for the same reason because they have family ties, they have business ties. It's, mm-hmm. When people say, "Oh, it's just easy to pack up and move," yeah, it's easy to pack up and move if you have no responsibilities tying you down. Mm-hmm. But if you do, you know there 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 is familial responsibilities. So I get yeah. it. I completely get it. And isn't it a shame that in America, <laughs> you know, you're denied your constitutional rights. And so you have to move if you want to get them. And then you can't look ultimately. And, and I moved. I, I uh, grew up in New York City and I lived in New Jersey uh, before we came to live in Florida. And one of the reasons I came here is is uh, because of, you know, my uh, easier access to guns and stuff like that. But, you know, even Florida is has anti-gun laws. And what we have to do is ultimately fight back because any state that's um, denying your access to the Second Amendment is denying you the con- your constitutional rights, you know. So ultimately, we need to fight back. So I think there's multiple things there, including lots of people just cannot pick up and leave. You know, that's just not the way that it works for everyone. Um so uh, Vanessa Kitty is saying, I see this here. Vanessa Kitty said a pre-band strip near me now close to three thousand dollars. Oh, they probably have gone up since the whole COVID thing. So yeah, yeah I, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't even look at them now. I own a few of them. And oh, and by the way, this is important to know: when you have a pre-band here in Connecticut, mm-hmm. it can be SBR, but you have to go through a whole process. You cannot SBR and other. It has to have the pistol brakes. So that's important to know. If have, you, okay. You know, yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, this it's man, it's just, you know, too bad that that's going on. Uh, I'm who, trying to log in with a better oh, camera. Hold oh, you're, you're, you're logging in with a different thing. Okay. I'll answer that over there. I was like, why is Lewis calling me? <laughs> oh, now. Yeah. Is yeah. your house a song? Yeah. Let's see if we can get him back. There we there. go. There okay. we go. Oh yeah. yeah, I may have to log it from a different camera too. I don't yeah, know. you may have to go sideways, Lewis. Um, I don't know. It's up to you. Yeah, are you having some? Uh, are you guys having some kind of uh, uh, signal problems? I don't know if that's on my end. If you guys are out there, let us know if there's any problems with the signal um, coming through, and um, if there's any other questions here. Um, um, actually, hey, can you just mm-hmm. kind of go off camera? I mean. Put me off camera for a second. Let me just fix something here. Awesome. Thank you. All right. There you go. I can still hear you, though. (laughs) Yeah. We're just going to, you know. Yeah, you're not grabbing a big bazooka right now. It's not a a bazooka. No, no, no. I think it's kind of looking the same. I don't know. You know. um, Okay. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Mr. 
Yeah, yeah, just just go with that for now. Uh, Mr. Big Kid says, look at uh, the bright side. Connecticut has amazing autumns and amazing transitional seasons. <laughs> Nothing like the smell of leaves in the fall and the smoke from fireplaces in the air. And the grass is always greener. <laughs> and I hate not freezing yeah. to death during winter. Yeah, and he says, crap, now I'm uh, homesick. So there you go. Um, <laughs> yeah, listen, if you, it's nice if you like the snow and stuff like that, you know, up north is nice. Um, it's a lot nicer when you get access to your gun rights. Okay. So let me, um, I don't know if folks have questions. I'm trying to scroll through. There's a lot of, uh, question, uh, comments and stuff like that going up. Um, I would ask everyone to smash the thumbs up. So that's coming in here. You know, we need that. We're fighting the algorithm. All that kind of stuff. If you're just joining, we have Luis Valdez of GOA Florida as well as 32 Icon um, on with us right now. So, um, where did the where did the name 32 Icon come from, Olivia? <laughs> well, um, back in the day, I used to shoot a little hoops, you know, nothing crazy, mm -hmm. but um, that was my jersey number. And then what happened was I, I used to ride motorcycles, and so my first gear like the first gear i bought was called icon gear and when i went on youtube i didn't really want people to know my name i still think people are a little people are a little weird i don't care i don't you know listen don't get mad at me that's just my experience people are a little you mean, weird you mean people are creepy and weird on the internet no 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 not no. at all <laughs> that can't yeah, possibly so be because of that i was just like well let me let me think of a name and i was like 32 icon and so it just stuck with me and uh, I've always used that name. Now, I, you know, I tell you my name. I'm sure you could, you know, Google. I mean, that's the, and I hate the fact that you can Google everyone's information. I think that's just I think that's a violation of rights. But mm -hmm. um, now, you know, I say my name. But in the beginning, that's why I had 32. I didn't want to. Yeah. I was You're scared. trying to avoid marriage proposals. Right. Is that is that, you know. <laughs> just, the I, number like, one enemy of female YouTubers <laughs> marriage proposals constantly. Let me tell you, you, you guys like the male YouTubers, especially in the 2A community, uh -huh. you get so much grace. But like if I say something, it has to be fact checked, or people will feel like they could say certain things to me because mm -hmm. I'm a female. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, you know, I'm just like, guys, I'm just trying to have fun on this channel. If you want to come and have fun, great. If you don't, go somewhere else. But they may not like what I do, but they just hang out. And I'm like, if you don't like it or you're offended or I've misspoke or what have you, go somewhere else. But I think for you guys, because I go in the comments, y'all don't get that much antagonizing like really? women. <laughs> you, yeah, I'm telling okay, you. Okay, it's okay, like men, men feel like they could say what they want to women. Mm -hmm. They really think, do not all, of course, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying yeah. all, I'm just saying those who choose to partake in that disrespectful behavior, yeah. but it's mm -hmm. like, y'all have more grace than we do. Yeah. Well, uh, go, hold just, on, one, one quick second. Uh, Flying Rich gave us two bucks. Thanks. We appreciate money, it. Money, money, money. He says, Lewis who? Money. <laughs> you know, you know, Flying Rich, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you agree with that? Do you agree with that, Lewis? Do you think that the guys were getting a break because we're dudes? You know, I would say yes and no. It depends on the mm -hmm. audience and the subject matter because um, – but, but even before that, I just want to say, look, you're doing a great thing. The largest growing segment of shooters in, the, in America now are minorities and women. Mm -hmm. So no matter what the idiots online say, keep up the good work. You are a strong Second Amendment ambassador – 
And it's people like you that help defend our rights, first and yeah. foremost. So thank you for that. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, I thank would you. I would agree and, with that and echo and, it. And secondly, I would love to switch places with you because I'm not a YouTuber. I'm a lobbyist. So I go up to Tallahassee and deal with all the reprehensibles. And I get yelled at by lawmakers saying, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. So <laughs> I'd love to just deal, deal with commenters on YouTube. Please, can we tra- can we switch places? Yeah, listen. So I didn't say in Florida, that's the catch. Yeah, the listen. Catch. This is this is from Mr. Big Kid. He says, "I don't get a break. I get torn apart. People tear me. People are always trying to. People correct me. They're always like, oh, you guys are not being safe. You know this. I there's certain things I would agree with you on. So first of all, as a male YouTuber, I do not get marriage proposals." Okay, I don't get females on YouTube uh, stalking me, you know, trying to get with me. You're married, though. I I don't even get I don't don't even get dudes. I don't even get dudes trying to stalk me and get married to me, which is I'm I'm happy for that. Hey, I'm I'm offended, man. I stalked you because of your Daewoo video. What are you talking about? Okay, I was offended by that. I wasn't ready to reveal that yet. I wasn't ready to reveal that. But, you know, I still think I still think though that um, so the nature of people on YouTube and Lewis's operative words idiots on YouTube, um, you know, there's a lot of those. To blame on me. Yeah, there's a lot of those. I'm not talking about the folks in this chat, the awesome people in the chat. Sometimes we have some terrible people in the chat. That's why we have moderators. Um, but there's always people willing to correct you tell you that you're wrong making investigations you know like people someone i i have my own range i live in florida one of the biggest things that's always on youtube um it looks like you're shooting in a park uh i live in florida okay it's my property you know okay it might look like a park to you but you know and then there was one guy trying to really get at me he was like i'm really worried that kids you know there might be kids and kids are precocious and they might climb behind the berm like where does this guy think that there's a park with berms that you could shoot at the berms in the park i i I take it they haven't been to north central florida where it's home of nothing but you and mosquitoes and gators yeah or even sometimes people complain because they can see cars driving by sometimes when we're when we're shooting videos. Yeah, that's because there's a road that's going parallel to the direction that we're shooting in. Th- those cars aren't going to get hit unless we aim in that direction, which we obviously don't do. Right. So it's so it's so there's always people on the Internet willing to challenge everything you say, you know, threaten you, uh, double check you. It's a but. I, I would concede the fact that I think if you're, you know, if you're a woman, there's even more scrutiny. Um, but but also, I want to say this. Does it come with being a woman that you also get more male viewers? Just because, you know, m- most of us dudes like looking at the ladies. Um, I don't know. I think. Um, Is there a little the bit comment? of benefit? Go ahead. I think on the comments and the people who reach out to me, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I just have men who really enjoy my content. I think the ones who watch don't look at it like, oh, I'm just watching because I'm, you know, I find mm-hmm. you to be sexy or something like that. Although I do get those comments, but I think I think I want to say that my mm-hmm. subscribers watch me because they enjoy my content from what I see in the comments. They're like, listen, I love your channel. My mm-hmm. oh, I get this a lot. Thanks to you, my wife is now shooting. She was afraid, you know, blah, blah, blah. She mm-hmm. didn't see other women 
mm-hmm. on YouTube. And I'm not saying there weren't other women mm-hmm. before I started my channel. I'm saying I didn't see other black women shooting. There were other women because I was following, um, I think it was like a girl in a gun. And uh, there was another woman that I was following. She was actually pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. But I think when they tune in, I think they just like the content that I give them. Of course, you got those who are going to make the side comments. But mm-hmm. um, like, you know, you're pretty or will you marry me? Stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm just sure there's some dudes trying to get at you in the DMs. Yeah, listen, I just mind my business. All I do is try to put out a little bit of content and Mm -hmm. that's it. I mind Mm -hmm. my business. That's it. I don't bother nobody. And sometimes I don't even read the DMs because like I said, there's there's some very nice people and very intelligent people. They have corrected me in my videos politely and respectfully, of course. And I'm like, oh, thank you for educating me. I, you know, I misspoke or I didn't understand that or now I have a better understanding. And then there are some people who reach out in the DMs who are just weirdos and I just have to block them. Mm-hmm. So I never know what I'm going to get when I go to a DM or an email. So I, I always go with hesitation. Yeah. Did you want to add something, Lewis? I just I just wanted to say that, you know, I, I, I kind of understand where you're coming from, because since I've become the state director here in Florida and I've done a lot of outreach to different groups like um, Girl in a Gun and um, the D.C. Project and all that, you know, I get what you I hear the same thing from a lot of women especially mm-hmm. women that want to get into shooting. And it's this interesting dichotomy. Some of the best students I've ever had are women that want to learn how to shoot because they mm-hmm. come in and all they do is they want to learn how to shoot. They don't come in with the macho, pompous attitude of, oh, I know what I'm doing because I'm a guy. <laughs> no, they just come in like, hey, look, I don't know what I'm – never handled a gun before. I want to shoot. They learn and they excel at it. I mean they are fantastic. And I mm-hmm. could say this. My wife is one of them. Mm-hmm. She is – she's fantastic at that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you, I you definitely get the creepier level of people that do weird stuff than mm-hmm. Hank or I would probably get. So again, hats off to all the hard work you do. Yeah, absolutely. None of these things should be a reason to stop. I think that's the thing I was trying to say. Look, people just always have. When when I started, uh, when I and I, I'm trying to remember how long I was. I had my channel going before I started growing a mohawk. I think maybe like a year or something like that. And then people like, why do you have a mohawk? Uh, black guys don't have mohawks. You know, what's the, what, you know, just people, people come up with really stupid things. Oh, we, we lost her there for a second. Press the, press the wrong button on on the thing. So, oh, here we go, okay. You, you broke okay. the machine, didn't you? Yeah, uh, yeah. Did you hang up on us? Did you? Oh, now your your audio is no, not I, there. Oh, I there booted. I told. <laughs> can you hear? Me? Yeah, we can hear you. Uh huh. Um, yeah. I told I told Lola that um, we've been having some connection issues around here. I know our cable guy is coming out, so it probably just booted me off. I apologize. No, that's cool. Uh, Genteel Killer says thirty two icon, aka Buckshot Betty. There you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, and then Brian Quick wants to know: Are there any Roman gun channels, as in Italian? At this point, there's a. I think there's at this point there's a lot of people uh, doing gun stuff on YouTube. But I would agree with you. I think if you go back, even I started doing this like eight years ago. There, um, in that time, there's been a lot of people uh, getting on YouTube at doing gun stuff. 
you know, I think even from the time you started doing it, there's been a lot of people. Who are the who are the major people that you liked looking at when you started doing this? Me or Lewis? Uh, I'm uh, uh, you. That's you. Oh, okay. Olivia. Yeah. Um, I I watched um, John Lovell, who is a warrior poet society now. Okay. I watched. Um, Tooch double O because anytime I needed to know anything about my firearm, he knew everything. Mm-hmm. I watched Travis Haley for my grips. Okay. Like, uh, you know, I watched, um, oh man, I think it was like Reed Hendricks early on. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched Holy on the War just to educate myself on like the politics mm-hmm. of it all. Some good I people. watched, uh, yeah, I wa- I'm telling you, like, I will watch quality. YouTubers who were trained and who, you know, you can just tell they knew their stuff and safety was important. And then whatever drills that, and I'm probably missing a bunch of people because I'm telling you, I was all over YouTube. I was glued on the weekends when I weren't work, when I wasn't working. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then I would go to the range and I would do exactly what they told me to do. And it was this one video I was like shooting, like, you know, the like teacup and I'm shooting with like, Mm-hmm. But one eye open, I was like, I found a video with like Such Double O, and it was like, shoot with two, both eyes open. And I was like, well, I've already been doing this for like two months or so. Like, I can't do that. And I, I came in my kitchen, I went down to my basement, I put that little target up, and I would just practice with both eyes open. So now I don't even, mm-hmm. I don't know how to shoot with one eye closed unless I'm shooting like through a scope or something like that every mm-hmm. now and again. But I just learned so much by watching trained YouTubers and I would do what they, whatever they said do, I would do it. And then I took a couple of classes and to my surprise, I was actually a little more advanced than the people that were in the classes, mm-hmm. but I was also practicing at home dry firing. I was like really into it, which is shocking why I haven't been to the range <laughs> in like two months now. No, you but- sound like, I mean, cause it, it, it's interesting to me that you came. So, so when you were a kid, there was no shooting in the family. You didn't live somewhere where you guys went hunting. None of that. Well, and you, well and your education well, is say- from YouTube, which is like you're the one amazing person who actually learned something on YouTube. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like I promise you. And then like, I, like I learned so much from YouTube. And then I would start buying firearms. I would tinker a little bit, and mm. um, I just continue to educate myself. Listen. You can find out this. It's all about doing the research, right? It's all about how committed you're going to be to something. But I'm that type of person. If I want like a purifier for my home, I won't just buy a random purifier. I want the best bang for my buck. So I would do and read all of the reviews before I make a purchase. But I'm anal like that. Most, most times I don't even have to do that. Most people don't even do that. But that's how I am. So now I'm working with firearms I like I I better do my research. I better be anal about what's going on, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm mm-hmm. working with firearms. Mm-hmm. And so I just I promise you, I just study, study, study. And then I realized that I would know more than the guy behind the counter. And that was kind of scary. And I'm like, is that is that is that supposed to be that way? And I guess, you know, I guess I guess it's kind of like an Audi customer going into the dealership to buy a car, right? For the mm-hmm. most part. And I say Audi customers because um, I used to be like an assistant manager for Audi. I used to sell oh, cars were. way back oh. in the day. Wait, oh, yeah, awesome. way back when. Awesome. I love Audi and, cars, by the way. I'm a big fan of Audi. So you just you oh, just really? said the right <laughs> words to make me happy. Uh, Lewis now is shaking like his head. I don't, I don't know what's wrong with him. Apparently, no, Audis have done him wrong. 
<laughs> German cars are excellent. But um, German, basically, German what, cars are excellent well, if you want them to break. Oh, Audis uh, are well, Audi's, uh, Audis are good cars, man. Don't even start. Yeah, they're. Don't. Well, yeah. I work. The reason why I bring that up is because I worked for an Audi dealership, and it was Audi and Volkswagen. Mm-hmm. And basically, the Volkswagen customers, you had to sell them the car. They needed to know. They didn't know what they were getting. They, you needed mm-hmm. to sell them a car. Mm-hmm. The Audi customers will come in, and typically, they would know more than I did about the car. It wasn't about me selling them the car. It was pretty much me processing yeah. the paperwork mm-hmm. and making them comfortable with their purchase. They knew more than I did. So I say that and using that as an analogy is sometimes I would go to the gun store and mm-hmm. I already knew what I wanted. I knew everything about the firearm, but I would ask to see what you knew to see about almost like to confirm mm-hmm. my purchase. And that's when I discovered like, hmm, some of these people don't know what they should know behind the counter, but mm-hmm. I'm not blaming them. It could just be because like an Audi customer, I was an enthusiast mm-hmm. for, you know, firearms. Yes. So yes, I Good agree with you. Yeah. That is, that is fantastic. And, that's that's the way it should be right i think that's that's the service that um potentially should be offered on youtube you know nowadays youtube is doing a lot of blocking of things and making it difficult for people to find this stuff but i think that's the thing and not not to teach you everything but to help you out along the way so that if you don't have access to a lot of this information or you don't have a friend or a family member that can bring you along you can you can take a look at that stuff and get some advice and and then actually get hands-on go to the range get hands-on and continue and you know just keep diving into it go ahead lewis one of the greatest things about folks like you is that you're able to help those that as hank said that don't have personal access to a knowledge to a source of knowledge Mm-hmm. And it's people like you that, because that's how you got into it by other people like that. It's but it's people like you that act as Second Amendment ambassadors, and that you have that welcoming face and that positive charm, and you provide that information basically free of charge to the public, mm-hmm. and you grab their interest and you you get them excited about it, and you get them to want to learn because that's the biggest thing. You could have the most knowledgeable person in any, in any subject, but if they're boring as hell, no one's going to want to listen. They're going to be bored out. But you, you do it and you're, you're positive about it. You make it exciting. So mm-hmm. again, yeah. kudos to you for what you do. Yeah. I, Thank you. Yeah, I agree with that. Looking at, um, looking at your stuff, you know, you're always upbeat and uh, smiling and happy and, <laughs> and natural, you know, having a good time. Len Holt, I'll just get some comments in. Len Holt says, I always like 32 icons, disclaimer, with the click of the tongue and the wink. There you go. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, you know what? For those who don't know, I, I started that because basically people in the comment section, you know, were just being just being themselves, right? And they would say things like, you know, you don't know, or, you know, I don't agree with you, or this, that, and the third. So toward the end, you know, I don't know if you guys know, but I'm like, hey, it's 32 Icon, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, uh, what, what was it? I say, um, but hey, I'm just a YouTube personality. Take what I say with a grain of salt and do your own research. And I kind of like click and, you know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But that was two people who, 
you don't have to watch my channel. Go do your own research. When I, I could be wrong, I could misspeak, I could completely misunderstand the information that I'm trying to interpret to you. So do your own research, just like I do with other YouTubers. When they come on, I'll look at their channel, I'll look what they have to say, and then I'll do my own research to confirm or say, hey, this is actually legit, or mm, maybe I need to look at this firearm, or maybe, you know, this trigger isn't the best based on what he said. I don't know, just do your own research. Listen, I'm not the in-law be-all, and when I look at other YouTubers and the information that they give, I don't know a thing in comparison. I do not know. I'm very basic on my education, very basic. But I go to other channels and I'm like, wow, they know the ins and outs. And I appreciate that. But listen, do your own research. And that's the thing. People are lazy. People don't want to read. They don't want to dive in. They don't want to dig deeper. They want you to tell them the information. Sometimes I even get on my knees about that. I'm like, no, use your brain, critical thinking. What do you think, right? If this is this and this is that, what do you think? Like, what consensus have you made from that? Go do the research. I'm not going to give you the answer. And I think in general, we're lazy. We just want someone to give us the answer. We don't dig deeper. And me, I, I have to dig because I don't trust anyone. I don't trust anything. So I'm always researching. Um, oh, you, you make a perfect gun gun chick right there or gun person. I don't know, whatever, whatever it is that works for you, because I think that's how that's most of our attitudes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. trust but verify. I mean, we want to figure things out yeah. for ourselves. And by the way, what you did is the same thing that I did eight years ago. I don't I wasn't in the military, wasn't in law enforcement, you know, didn't know that much about this stuff. And I just jumped in and I spent a lot of time looking at guys on YouTube, you know, and there were people who came before me that I spent a lot of time looking at them like nothing fancy military arms channel, you know, yeah. uh, all that kind of stuff. Some of the people that you mentioned, uh, including Such. Yeah. You know, uh, Reed Hendricks, for example. So, um, you know, I think that th this is this is what it is. It it's um, it's kind of a funny thing, right? It's a good thing and a bad thing. What you just said about people not wanting to read and find out things for themselves. Not everyone is like that. I don't think you're saying everyone's like that. But this is yeah. probably what's up with the rise of social media. <laughs> you know. The yeah, you know it's interesting. Speaking with social media and people not wanting to find it, look at how people just grab onto a headline and they don't read an article. Mm -hmm. And that's always that's always a case, especially when it comes to gun related news or or something involving legislation or politics. Mm -hmm. You'll they'll read a nasty headline, but they won't read the meats and potatoes of the article that actually delves into it. Mm hmm. I will agree. I'll say, first of all, um, <laughs> the Military Arms Channel, I think he had the had the dopest theme song, the way it, it just comes in. First of all, oh, I the love bullets, that. I've been watching the him. Yeah. The Have you ever like, met him? Have you ever met him? No, no but okay. I've been watching him before my channel. He knows his stuff. Like yeah, he's, he's one of those guys dude. that I've yep. watched forever. Um, but the, uh, going back to the social media thing, is that um, one of the biggest things for me is that you have to be a student of learning, not knowledge, right? Because knowledge is just like, it's like in school, you can get all the knowledge and you'll know it for the test, but then when you need to take that information, apply it next year, you forget because you didn't learn, right? You just memorize the information. That's knowledge, learning is applying it, right? So I think with even with like social media and the information that we get, some people are especially um, like a 2A enthusiast, like we're stuck in our mentality that this is right, that's wrong, and we don't continue to learn. We don't continue to take the information and say, you know what? 
I may have thought about it this way, but according to this new information or according to the data here, this actually might be true. And this may have once been true, but now, you know, there's learning that has taken place. Same thing for politics. We might be stuck in the area of, you know, this is what it is. And then as we do more research, we learn more about candidates, things that have happened in the past, our history, what we believe in, how we've been, um, how we've been raised and things of that nature. We start to think differently. Some people, mm-hmm. some people remain in the past or they remain mm-hmm. with this stagnant mm-hmm. view of something and they don't grow. And so you can do that. You can live your life that way. I'm not telling anyone how to live their lives. You can live your life that way. But I think you're doing yourself a disservice by stopping the learning process, right? Being so stuck in your ways. Now, there's some things that are just absolute, right? Like there are just some things that I'm just not going to, I'm not going to move on. Yeah, there's lines in the sand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but there are other things that you can grow. And if somebody tells you something, don't be so ignorant to say, well, you just don't know. You're stupid. Like, if that's your comeback, right, then that tells me there's so much growth that you need to do that we can't even have this conversation, right? Because I have to meet you where you are. So we can't even have this conversation right now because there's still growth that needs to take place. And then when it does, then we can, you know, have a conversation. Mm -hmm. But Listen, I'm not saying I'm perfect. There, like, like I said, I'm thick-headed in some ways, and there are things that I'm just, you know, I draw a line in the sand. But as I continue to grow and get older, I'm realizing that live that might not be the absolute truth, or there might be some movement in that in that that mindset. So mm-hmm. I don't know. With social media, I guess it's it's whatever the flavor is for that day, and you know, whatever. But I just think that. Um, you got to do the research. You got to commit to the research. And for those who do, they continue to educate themselves and grow. And for those who don't, they remain stagnant in their thinking. And that's yeah. okay too. If that's what you want to be. I think you should you should question and evaluate everything. Take things and turn things around uh, three dimensionally all the time. I think the the people who can learn the best are typically children. And I try to keep my brain in a child state. Of learning, right? Mm-hmm. Like always, like why? You know, you you mentioned the teacuping thing, and it's funny. In the last week, several people have mentioned that, and it's the kind of thing you go, why, why, why is that? Why is that a problem? You know, I get it. Oh, this is bad, but it's not immediately like, okay, it's bad. You shouldn't do it. Why is it bad? What's happening when you're doing that that makes it bad? You know, these are the kind of your brain should stay working like this and figure out why you shouldn't do things. We're successful at things when we know why you know mm-hmm. that's that's really the important thing um lewis you should always try to expand your knowledge base and as for being as for thinking like a child i'm lucky i'm always i'm i'm just a kid at heart so <laughs> <laughs> i think a lot I, of I us make, I, think. <laughs> I still make a mess so you know it's like yeah what the hell? But, <laughs> yeah but no you, you know you you bring up a good point you, People should always expand their knowledge base, especially people that are stuck in the past. It's horrible. Mm -hmm. Um, Here in Florida, for example, a lot of people are stuck in this mindset of, oh, well, it's as good as it's going to get. We shouldn't change things. We shouldn't advance. We shouldn't do this. I'm like, well, why the hell are you still thinking like it's 1985? This is the year 2021. We should advance. We should be thinking outside the box. We should be thinking, Mm -hmm. well, what the hell? Like, you, in Connecticut, you have open carry, right? Yes, both open and concealed. 
yeah, not in Florida. We don't have open carry. We're one of four states in the country that doesn't have open carry. And when I bring it up to gun owners here, they're stuck in the past. Like, oh, well, there's going to be blood in the streets and there's going to be <laughs> violence and, and people should know if I'm carrying. And, I'm, and I look at them and I go, what the hell's wrong with you? This is a Second Amendment. The Second Amendment is a civil rights issue. Why are you hiding in the closet? Why are you, why are you literally not being proud about being a gun owner? You should be out there in the streets saying, hey, I'm a gun owner. I don't yeah. give a shit what that Well, and, and, and open carry might not be for some people in certain situations, but what does that, have, that doesn't have anything to do with other people, right? It may be yeah. perfect for other people. Or then there might be, you know, you might be the person that one situation, uh, open carry is awesome and perfect, and another one you prefer to go a different way. What's wrong with you that? Know, you know, last I checked, people should have the choice if mm -hmm. they want open carry or not. I mean... Mm -hmm. It's Florida. It's hotter. It's hotter than hell for eleven months out of the year, and then we get that one day of the year we call Christmas. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's true. The best thing for this uh, heat and humidity, where people like to wear short shorts and flip flops, <laughs> you know, is probably is probably open carry. Um, okay. So listen, let's get to a couple of things here. Unless unless you've got something, Olivia, that you wanted to get into, <clears throat> Vanessa Kitty from your uh, state of Connecticut wants to know what's your first firearm purchase my first firearm purchase and i say this proudly by the way was the mmp mmp 9 1.0 it was the original uh full-size uh firearm that i purchased and i love it i almost sold it and i'm glad i didn't Mm. And I love it. I love it. I love it. And so my carry is the MMP 2.0 compact. Um, I have the, what do I have on there? I have a Holosyn 508T on there and the TLR 7A okay. weapons modified. Okay. Yeah. All Turn right. around capacity because that's all we can have in Connecticut. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so, okay. Uh, let's see here. I'm stuck have, in the past. I'm, I'm carrying a 1985-made Smith & Wesson 645 like Miami Vice. <laughs> well, you got the shirt. You got everything going on, man. Oh, I'm down, you, in, my, I'm down you, in Miami right you now. Are you are know, Mr. Miami Vice. <laughs> you know? Uh, you are you are uh, former law enforcement, right? Not too long. Not too long ago, you were a police officer. Yep, yep. Just, uh, just recently retired. Yeah, so... Oh, wow. Yeah, you, you got, wait, Louis. Are you in Florida? Because you got the little Miami Vice thing going on. Here. Yeah, he, I'm in. I'm in Miami, girl. Yeah, check him out. Look, look. At, first of all, go sideways so we can see everything. Can you go sideways on your camera? I don't know if that's a uh, boom. Look at that. Yeah. Oh yeah, boom. Yeah. 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 Oh, I didn't see the. Oh, the what is? Oh, the, oh wow. Yeah. By the way, in case you don't know, he is cute. Wait, this AR, this ARs and everything on that. <laughs> I love yeah. it. I and, love it. And he's, you know, he's also Cuban, so he's a hundred percent Mr. Miami Vice. <laughs> and you wear it with such confidence. I oh yeah, there's no shame. <laughs> there is zero. There is zero point zero 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 percent shame. I, I, I probably yes. wear the Cuban flag. <laughs> Living in truth, I love yeah. it. La vida loca, la vida loca. That's right. <laughs> With Lewis here, um, yeah, man. How so? What you know? While we're on the subject of you being Cuban, what do you think about all this stuff going on in Cuba? It's, it's, it, it's passionate for me because I still mm -hmm. have family on the island. Okay, and um, 
for folks that don't know, my family, the majority of my family came to the U.S. in 1961 from Cuba. My uncle, Mario Gerbao, he came to the U.S. prior to that. Um, and he came to the U.S. for one reason, because he was actually recruited by the CIA and helped organize Brigade 2506, which was the Bay of Pigs invasion. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, That's deep. I didn't know that, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so for what's going on in Cuba right now, it's very personal, um, especially being down here in Miami, mm-hmm. seeing it up front, seeing how the Biden administration flat out is ordering the Coast Guard to blockade Americans from going to Cuba to provide relief and support. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 revolting. It's gut wrenching. Wait, and so they're actually start they're try, trying to uh, stop people from going there to help out. Yes. Okay. The the uh, the the coast the the guy the the station commander for uh, the the Miami Coast Guard station down here down by Miami Beach, he flat out said that, do not go to Cuba, it's against the law, we will stop you, we will blockade you, we will turn you back. Hmm. And it's it's horrible because I know plenty of Cuban Americans and other folks that all they want to do is they want to go down there and they want to bring food, they want to bring yeah. medical supplies, they want to uh, bring cell phones, and they're being turned around. Yet, isn't the whole thing of the United States is that we're supposed to go around and provide aid and comfort and support to people that want to fight totalitarianism? Mm-hmm. I think, so. you, you know, so I, I'm not sure where you're on with this thing. I know uh, we've talked about this before. Like me personally, I think ultimately a lot of places outside of America, Americans have to do this too, but people have to save themselves. This is one of the things I oh, believe, yeah. right? You have to like learn how to stand up and, and fight for your country and make it better. I was born in Guyana in South America, um, you know, and it's not in the best of shape either. Right. You know, we there's stuff going on in, in uh, Haiti right now and all that. So I believe that the folks in that country and even the people here from that country, if they want to make a difference, um, you know, they need to go back there and fight and make a difference if that's what it comes down to. Well, but you, the you, got people action, trying, go ahead. you got people trying to go back mm-hmm. to make a difference and they're being blocked. Yeah. But as for, the, as for the people on the island, one of the first things that Fidel Castro did was he instituted gun control. Mm-hmm. He went around the country and he said, no, you need to register your guns with us because we need to – we'll keep you safe. He, he did what every totalitarian regime has always done, had people trade their liberty and freedoms for a false sense of security. And and, and how he, did Castro get in there in the first place? I mean this is the reason – this is the reason why he well, did it, right? How did he get in? And then the he once got he got in, in, he blocked everyone else from, try, from trying to yeah, get in. Yeah, he, he got in through the force of arms. Mm-hmm. It's the July 26 movement. He co-opted a an actual movement where people wanted to better themselves for everyone that doesn't realize the revolution in Cuba wasn't just Fidel Castro. You had social Democrats, you had constitutionalists, you had people that wanted to restore the Cuban government to its pre Batista regime style of government where there was a constitutional parliamentary uh, republic where people voted for. Uh, an elected representation in an upper and lower house where the president was actually elected to office and people wanted to return to that. And Castro co-opted that movement and completely crushed it through the July 26 movement and made himself a dictator for life. Mm -hmm. And what he did is he instituted gun control and he went after people. The moment he took away the guns from the people, 
He then took away their personal property and their businesses, and then he took away their freedoms and sadly their lives. And he's been, and the communist government has been doing that now for 62 years. Yeah, even after his, uh, his death. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, people in Cuba right now, the only thing they have to fight, and they are fighting, is the only thing they have to fight with is harsh words and sticks and stones against the Cuban government. And they are trying to exercise their freedoms of speech. And if they do so and they go outside of their homes, the Black Berets, the secret police, will round them up and yank them off the streets. And some of these people sadly will never be seen again because all that will happen is they'll get a bullet box in the back of the head and they'll be thrown in an unmarked grave somewhere. Mm -hmm. So when people here in the United States constantly say, oh, well, you know, we should compromise on gun rights. We should register our guns or I'm fine with universal background checks or I'm fine. No, because every time, every totalitarian dictatorship, whether it was right wing or left wing, it doesn't matter. They always did gun control. And the end result was always people being oppressed and people being murdered. The largest murderers in the 20th century was government. And I mean, you starting from the 20th century to ending of the 20th century, government was the largest murderers of people. Mm -hmm. From the, uh, the Armenian genocide in Turkey, through the Holocaust, through uh, the purges in, in China with the Cultural Revolution, through what happened in the Eastern Bloc, Cuba, Venezuela, to the genocides in um, the Balkans, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Gun control was always one of the first tools to implement that. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling, and I, as I always tell your listeners and your viewers, no matter what, never give up your guns. Because right now, if you want a prime example of the differences, look at 90 miles from Florida, look at Cuba. You have people striving, wanting to make their country a better place and they can't because they're disarmed. And like my uncle Mario always told me as a kid growing up, Disarmed people are slaves of the state. Mm -hmm. That's what makes the difference in Florida and yeah. in the United States. You've never had an armed slave. Slaves were never armed mm -hmm. because armed people are free. But the yeah. moment you're disarmed, you're, you become a slave to the state. And for me in Cuba, if I could, I'd load up one of the damn boats and I'd be shipping guns over there. Yeah, sending medical supplies is great. Sending food is great. I'd be sending the best thing that would help them. I'd go to every damn pawn shop here in Miami if I had the money. And I'd be going, all right, there's a Glock, there's a Beretta, there's a Sigma, there's a Ruger. Here you go. Go after the government. Mm -hmm. Because in the end, I don't want what happened in Cuba to happen here in the United States. Our founders purposely instituted the checks and balances we have in our government to prevent that. That's why we have... A First Amendment, that's why we have a Second Amendment. And for folks that don't know, the Constitution doesn't grant you anything. The Constitution simply lists rights you're born with. You were born with the freedom of speech, and you were born with the right to keep and bear arms. And it's that right to keep and bear arms that lets us peacefully protest our government and address grievances. But, if, but the founders knew any form of government can become despotic and totalitarian. Oh, absolutely. And that's why we have the right to keep and bear arms. Yeah, absolutely. Did you want to ask any questions here, Olivia? No, I listen, I I agree. I just think mm -hmm. I I think everyone who wants to own a firearm should own a firearm. I don't now personally, I think there are some people who should not own firearms because they're just not mentally equipped to own one and I 
I see them walking around the streets every day, but I think those who are equipped and mentally stable to own one should. I don't have I don't have a problem with that. And I I do I do think that it's it's convoluted in any government who are trying to restrict you of your Second Amendment rights. I think mm-hmm. it's more sinister than just saying, oh, you know, we got to keep these criminals off the street. We got to take guns away. I just think it's mm-hmm. it's more sinister than that. I think there's something else going on because you're so adamant about taking away our firearms that it's just, it, it doesn't make sense. And if something doesn't make sense, you start to dig a little bit deeper. And so mm-hmm. you discover mm-hmm. that maybe there's something else going on that we don't yet know about. And the first step is restricting our rights, slowly yeah, but well, surely. Very much so. Here in Florida, our modern gun control spans from the end of the Civil War. In 1885, when uh, the Union pulled out and ended Reconstruction, the Southern bigoted uh, Jim Crow-loving Democrats took power. They amended the state constitution and they changed the right to keep the, the, the state version of the Second Amendment. And it basically says, the people have the right to keep and bear arms, and then they added a nice little comma. It says, but the legislature has the right to regulate the method of carry. And they did that for one reason, because they wanted to disarm freed blacks. They wanted to keep freed blacks oppressed. And they instituted laws that you had to get a permit to own and you had to get a permit to carry and it was May issue. And they always claimed it was to stop criminals, to stop murder, to stop violence. Well, in 1941, Justice Buford, a state Supreme Court justice here in Florida, in Watson v. Florida, or Watson v. State, he flat out said, oh, I know this law. Yeah, this law was never intended to be applied equally. We always targeted against blacks. We never targeted against whites. So, yeah, there's always an underpinning of why someone wants to disarm someone else. Mm-hmm. Always, mm-hmm. no matter what, because you always, you always have the, a group of people that want to rule and oppress someone else. Yeah, it's, there's always a reason why people don't want you to yeah. be able to defend yourself. It's so true. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's, it's like one plus one equals two. You know, why yeah. do they not want you to be able to uh, defend yourself? Um, let me let me uh, switch gear. Do you know Diesel TV? 32 icon do you know that's my youtube husband i love diesel tv oh okay i'm just making sure because diesel tv says 32 icon youtube husband is in the building so yes it's my youtube husband i love what does that mean what is okay (laughs) yeah it just means you know that's just my husband i don't know (laughs) oh okay i thought we covered this a little while Ah. ago (laughs) <laughs> no, he wasn't. Now all of a sudden, then. the husband is showing up. <laughs> Not yet. Like he, um, he has a channel. He's awesome. He's a police officer. Okay. Um, so I'm sure he's enjoying this conversation. Right, and, uh, right, he's down right. in North Carolina, but we we yeah. talk. Is there paperwork? So. Is there some kind of paperwork on this? Or is this just a virtual? It, it's a verbal commitment. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys ever met IRL? You know, in real life. <laughs> No, we haven't. Oh, okay. Everything right. is listen. Oh, who needs okay. to when we have live and Zoom, right? Oh, we have okay. all this stuff. Okay. Yeah, just wait. Just I don't want to see you guys on an episode of Catfish. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Man. That could go yeah, you could take that so many ways. Uh by the way, let me get in this super chat from Smash Time. I knew Smash where where is this super chat? I oh just, Smash Time. Tell yeah, Smash, Smash Time what's up. Smash time is in the building. Cool. He gave us, yeah, he gave us a couple of bucks here. He gave money, us $5.56. Five, 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 <laughs> he says, let's do some happy talk. 
laugh out loud. Um, uh, you know, <laughs> I, got, I, I got some happy talk. Yeah, I know Smash Time likes to keep it upbeat. So do you. Um, you know, I, I'm always down to go wherever the conversation goes. So yeah. um, shout out to Smash Time. You said you got some happy talk, Lewis. What you got? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it makes me so happy that it makes me pissed. Um, oh, boy. Our, <laughs> I, as I told you when we started the show, you know, Nikki Freed, our Department of our Commissioner of Agriculture, Today, she suspended, she released a tweet saying she suspended 22 people's concealed carry permits here in Florida because they were involved in the January 6th events at the Capitol. Now, whether, I don't, I don't care what people's personal opinions are on it, whether you're for it, you're against it, you're indifferent. This is the screwed up thing. In Florida, you don't have to be convicted of a crime to have your CCW suspended. You simply have to be charged. Mm. Now think of that. Think of that for a second. If Mm -hmm. I get a politically motivated state attorney's office or in other states, I think you guys call them district attorneys or whatever Mm -hmm. the hell. Here in Florida, we call them state attorneys. If I get someone that is politically motivated and you know the old saying, Give me a grand jury, I could criminally indict a hand sandwich. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you could indict a hand sandwich. Yeah, there's so many laws you could find yeah. a law to charge someone with. Well, you not, know, not jaywalking. Just, your windows well, are tinted. Remember, remember to charge someone, all you have to have is probable cause. You don't have to have proof beyond a reasonable doubt. Mm-hmm. So that means that you could politically, if, if through political malfeasance, you could mm-hmm. charge someone with a felony, whether they're innocent or not railroad them and strip them of their rights here in Florida. Mm. Because in Florida, we don't have unlicensed carry. You can't, like in other states, some states allow you to open carry without a permit. Some states allow you to conceal carry without a permit. In Florida, mm-hmm. you we don't have a right to carry. It's a privilege. So and so let me, so these 62 people that they suspended, 22, that she, 20, oh, 22. Okay, the 22 mm-hmm. people that she suspended their CCWs, um, what was the reason? Were they charged for something somewhere else? Supposedly, these 22 individuals were charged uh, with some violation of a crime in Washington, D.C. for the, involving January 6th. Okay. Now, whether they're guilty or not, whether they actually commit violence, trespass, whatever the hell. Mm-hmm. But again, just think of that. A crim- mm-hmm. not a, they, they weren't convicted. They mm-hmm. were charged. It's no different than... Hank, if you were misidentified as the suspect for a burglary and all of a sudden you get your rights to carry stripped away because, oh, well, you look similar to the suspect and you were in the area. Mm-hmm. Just think of that for a second, how mm-hmm. that goes against your rights. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole thing of innocent. Yeah, it, until proven guilty. guilty. Right, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Not, not in Florida. It's guilty until you prove yourself that you're innocent. Right. So that's one of the things that we need to fix here in Florida. And a great way to do that is to push for constitutional carry, which sadly, again, this past legislative session, it died under Republican control. And and once again, I would say this is a reason why people do need to pay attention to politics. I know that some people do not want to do it at all. But Nikki Freed got in there because we didn't pay attention to politics. And in Florida, we elected a Democrat to be um, to sit as a head of the agriculture commission, right? And that that's what she's on, that she can which which uh, CCWs are issued through that, right? Because it's a license. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the the division of license falls under the Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services and she won the election. Yeah. 
So she, so that's what gives her the, what that's what gives her that power in order to do that. And people should be paying attention to that, as well as the fact is I'm sure she's gonna try to run for governor here next time around. Yeah. She already is. She, she's publicly announced. She has a, her gubernatorial campaign already up and running. Mm-hmm. But the worst thing is, a good way to resolve all of this is simple: is constitutional carry. And Florida is a Republican supermajority state. We have 102 Republican lawmakers in, in the House and Senate. We have a Republican governor, but it didn't even get one vote in committee this past session. It wasn't even brought up for vote. No one, none of the lawmakers backed it except a tiny few. Mm-hmm. Um, was was uh, Governor DeSantis asking for that? I'm guessing no. Otherwise, they would. He has not spent a political dime in backing pro-gun legislation. He's not using his office as a bully pulpit. Nikki Freed, as the agricultural commissioner, she's doing press conferences about wanting the uh, state supreme court to take up the the preemption law and strike down the preemption law. Even though she's not a lawmaker, she she's not in the in the legislature. But we don't hear the governor going around saying, "Yeah, you know, I want to make Florida an open carry state. I want to make Florida a Second mm-hmm. Amendment sanctuary." State. Yeah, reverse some of the anti gun laws we have. Like, so for example, yeah. in Florida, you can't buy a gun now until you're 21. Exactly, and that was oh. passed by Republicans. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and then I think Reese. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Hank. I was going to say, I always found that to be quite interesting that you mm-hmm. can't purchase a firearm until you're 21, but they're sending our babies off to war at 18. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I, and showing them how to shoot a firearm. I mean, I, it's, it's something about that dichotomy that's just very, um, it doesn't sit well with me. Like you're going to send my 18 year old to fight a war. He's going to probably come back all messed up. Mm-hmm. But yet, if he wanted to go to the fire to 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 an FFL or any type of gun store and purchase a firearm, being that he's very responsible, you're like absolutely not. It's crazy. I, oh, yeah. I, that doesn't sit well with me. It gets stupider in Florida. You could be a cop at 19, and traditionally, if you're not in the military, you have to be 21 to get your concealed carry permit. Mm-hmm. But if you're in the military, you could get your concealed carry permit at 18, mind you. You can't buy a gun. So the state will say, oh, here, we're going to give you a CCW permit, but you can't buy a gun. And you can be a cop at 19, but you can't buy a gun. Yeah. I mean, how are you supposed to be? So you're so the the same folks who did that, which, oh, man, I'm forgetting. It's uh, what is it? Keith uh, Perry? Is it Keith Perry? Uh, who, the, uh, the the lawmakers that pushed? Yeah. It? Yeah. Um, it was um, want- uh, at the time it was the, the House speaker was um, Joe Negron. Mm hmm. Um, the the guy that pushed the bill was uh, Senator Bill Galvano, who later became the Senate president. Mm-hmm. And the current Senate president, um, Wilton Simpson, who's actually running for uh, Nikki Freed's seat, Dep- uh, Commissioner of Agriculture, he's the guy that actually authored the bill that yeah. did all that. And then and I think our, our local Gainesville guy as a Republican, I think it was Keith Perry. I'm, I'm, pro- I'm yeah, probably, yeah, 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 yeah. The majority of the Republican Party voted in favor of it all. Yeah. And, so I, I actually saw him and I asked him why, you know, he would even vote for something like that. He told me because at 18, if you're considered an adult, you could be charged as an adult, all that kind of stuff. He was like two things. One, he said it doesn't matter because he could still, his daughter was less than 21 and he could still buy her guns if he wanted to, which I was like, 
Okay, so everyone doesn't have a dad who's going to go buy him guns and and there's probably, you know, I mean, there's a whole bunch of ridiculous things with that. And then he also told me that he doesn't even think you should be able to vote until you're 21. <laughs> and these people claim to be for liberty and freedom. Yeah. Yeah. That's the it's a there's a weird thing going on. This is why I think, you know, as as Olivia was saying earlier, we have to look at everyone. We have to question everyone, even the people who we just naturally, let's say as gun guys, we naturally think, oh, conservatives, they're on our side. Republicans, they're on our side. Uh, OK, you better question all of them. <laughs> you know, well, you better make sure, sure everyone's sure keeping on our side. Yeah. Um, it, it's just a carrot. It's just the carrot on the stick. To get you into the bolt into the uh, voting booth, and at the end when you vote, you don't get the carriage; they just whack you with the stick. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's see here. I don't know if there's any other questions on that um, from anyone out there. Uh, Diesel TV says, "Hank, don't try to low key trash my relationship." Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna chill. I gotta chill. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't understand the uh, seriousness of this. Uh, you know this virtual, yeah, this virtual mariage <laughs> that happened here. <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, what is that? I'm trying. Okay, I don't even understand what Smash Tom is trying to say. Uh, this something Smash Tom is trying to say that I don't get it either. Uh, I think th I think the chat is blocking him from whatever it is he's trying to say. Um, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of, even in a state like Florida where everyone thinks, this is the, the whole thing to go back to the beginning where we were talking about, oh, well, you could just move. Well, we're in Florida. This is, the nickname of Florida is the Gunshine State. Did you did you know that 32 icon? Gunshine. Yeah. It's funny. It's the nick. I don't think we deserve that nickname anymore because we have no, a lot of gun control. Yeah, we're, we're not Te worthy. Texas, Texas easily surpassed us on that. I mean... Mm -hmm. They got open carry. They got constitutional carry. They have a real Second Amendment sanctuary bill, and they even have an NFA nullification bill in law. Mm -hmm. You could build a suppressor in Texas as long mm -hmm. as it stays in Texas. And the state of Texas told the federal government, "F you. Mm -hmm. This doesn't fall under NFA." Yeah. You don't have you don't have Florida, Florida Republicans should be beating each other to one up each other on who could be pro gun. Mm -hmm. Instead, you have Florida Republicans trying to one-up each other on who could be anti-gun yeah. or just be quiet about because it. Because it's a stepping it's stone. It's a stepping stone to Congress, you know, to D.C., yep. to, to running for president and all that kind of stuff. And it's not really, you know, um, they're not – they don't care as much about people's freedom as they pretend to. Um, first of all, Miss K was shouting you out. Oh, what's up, Miss K? Um, let's <laughs> see. Doing? And LV Louis Cipher says, I suspect the Florida commissioner um, that's over CCWs is the reason why Florida was dropped off the Nevada recognition list. Was Florida dropped from the CCW recognition list? That's not. Florida, to, to my understanding, the reason why Nevada ended reciprocity is because Nevada is a uh, now a Democrat majority state. And they're just looking at any reason to end reciprocity with any state possible. But part of it is because Florida concealed carry permits last for seven years not five years like nevada and nevada requires that a permit they're going to recognize has to only be good for five years which nikki freed wants to drop it down to five years and makes everyone requalify um every time you have to renew your permit which again that's why 
in Florida, carrying a gun is a privilege, not a right. We should have constitutional carry. Because last I checked, I don't need a permit to exercise my freedom of speech or religion. Mm -hmm. When did this happen? When did this happen? Was this recently? I, I thought think it was I, recent. I, I forget the exact. Uh, yeah, I thought Flor I thought the CCW in Florida reciprocated still to Nevada, but I, I could be wrong. They've been going back and forth. It's, yeah. I know Virginia has been trying to play some games where they either dropped us or they and then brought it back up mm -hmm. and dropped it. I don't know. I have to look at. Yeah, we're still good. I think. Are we still good in Connecticut? I'm looking right now to see. I think we are. Were we ever good uh, in Connecticut? No, actually, no, we're not. No, no. <laughs> I don't think we're good in Connecticut. No. No, we're not. No. No, I don't think we ever were in Connecticut. But I thought I thought that we were in Nevada, but I could be wrong about that. Someone someone let me know. Big Dre three five seven is out there. Shout out to him. He says, What's up, fam? Hank, you got sis on here tonight. That's what's up. How are you at thirty two icon? There you go. What's up, Big Dre? Big Dre. Thank you for supporting. Appreciate you. Yes, there you go. Um, let's see. Uh, and check your six says, doesn't the Second Amendment give you the uh, give you the right, not a privilege, in my opinion? So um, I'd like to I'd like to correct the Second Amendment doesn't give you anything. It's just an enumerated right. You're born with these rights. Yeah. So. Yeah, this, yeah. This, the Second Amendment in the Constitution is simply a specific right listed to tell the government not to mess with it. It doesn't grant you anything. Remember that, folks. You're born with these rights. Yeah. And uh, Night Train says Florida is something like only a few hundred thousand votes away from going blue. The margin is pretty tight. So Yeah. yeah. It, it is. It is and it isn't. For statewide elections, it's always close, but um, mm -hmm. for the legislature, it's going to be red pretty for a good long while due to Jer the Republican Party has actually used gerrymandering to their advantage. Yeah. So uh, every election cycle, they've actually gained power on the legislature, but um, uh, for statewide elections like the governor, uh, commissioner of agriculture, the the chief financial officer, things like that, it's always a tight race. Okay. Um, and by the way, let me. Can I ask you, thirty-two icon? Do you usually not like talk about politics and stuff like that, or you know? What not you particularly on, not okay. particularly on my channel, but if I'm on someone else's channel, I will. Mm -hmm. The problem is, I don't know what's going on in Florida, so this is all new to me. Right. So I'm just yeah, no, I'm no, just hey, out. Yeah. hey, I I get it, and I understand. Yeah. I, it's probably tough to keep. Yeah, it's probably tough to keep up with just Connecticut on its own, man. I you know. Yeah, I mean, I I know we have our own political issues. I was telling you about the um, the yeah. you know registration and authorization forms, and our politicians don't, you know, they're they're anti two A, like they're adamant about that. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure other states are going through it too. So when you started talking about Florida, I'm just like, oh, okay, I guess they're. I, I would have never imagined. I thought you guys were safe down there, but it seemed like you guys are having your own issues too. So it's all news. Yeah, it's all news for me. For folks that say, oh, just move to a free state, no state there's is no free. such thing as a free state because no matter what, they it follows you. Just look at Colorado. Well, they're saying, they're, they're saying that in Texas now. They're saying a lot of people are going down to Texas with the anti-2A mindset. And so it's changing part of Texas. I mean, I thought they were safe, too. Well, look at how it changed Virginia and Colorado. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I remember as a kid growing up, I had buddies in Colorado that went out there in my early teens for uh, gunsmithing school. 
Colorado used to be an NFA-friendly state. They had state preemption. They had open carry. Mm -hmm. There was no assault weapons ban. Mm -hmm. Now Colorado just ended state preemption. They have an assault weapons ban Mm -hmm. for magazines. Uh, The cities are allowed to go crazy now passing anti-gun laws. Um, Virginia is going nuts now with gun control. It's there's no such thing. You, you can't move away from the problem, folks. If you mm-hmm. want to fight this, you need to fight it. And, and Olivia, that's that's why your your show is great on this because, again, you're an ambassador. You're bringing people into the fold that wouldn't have gotten into this because you you're like the gateway drug. They see your show, and then they want to learn more. Mm-hmm. And then they've discovered, wait, where I live, I can't do this? What? Why? And I thought, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Why? Yeah, Why come it, I can't do that? Yeah. If, if look, the biggest problem that gun owners have is until they are politically involved, mm-hmm. the gun grabbers are going to win. Because here in Florida, we have over 2 million concealed carry permit holders, an estimated 7 to 10 million gun owners – and Hank, you remember at the lobbies, at the uh, the rallies that I've helped organize at the Capitol. Mm-hmm. What's the usual turnout we get? Two to five hundred people. Yeah, if we're if we're lucky. Yeah, so, if we're lucky, yeah, yeah. we sh- we should be getting two to five thousand people. We should be able to swamp the Capitol, but gun owners are politically apathetic. And if you mm-hmm. guys and gals just sit on your butt with the attitude of oh, well, it's not going to be a problem where I live. Guess what? That's what they thought in places like Colorado and Virginia. Oh, it's Mm -hmm. not going to happen here. It happened there. And it's going to happen where it could happen in Texas. It could happen in Florida. It could happen elsewhere. Because California even used to be extremely pro-gun. California was where folks like um, Jeff Cooper, John John Bianchi, uh, you know, they they all – the modern idea of combat action shooting started in California. Mm-hmm. Hell, the AR-15 was invented in Hollywood, California. I mean, it was a cowboy state, but even yeah. though people don't realize it. <laughs> yeah, I, you know. the M-16, the AR-15 was invented in Hollywood, California. Okay. And now look at it, because mm-hmm. it, it was a slow gradual pre that's something I never knew specifically like I knew about Armalite and all that kind of stuff but that yeah, was all happening Hollywood, in California. Cali okay all right yep. interesting yeah so uh, it's folks need to get active and it starts on the ground level and again the show you do it's a great way to get people involved so thank you yeah well you know I, personally I, I think that you know when you come to my channel it's not about you know, it's not about politics. And I, I can honestly say that if I don't have enough information about something to make an informed decision, then I don't really speak on it. I mean, yeah, I know what's going on in Connecticut. I don't know what's going on in other states. I know what's going on specifically here. Um, and so maybe I'll talk about it to close friends or maybe someone I see in the gun store. But as far as like on the platform, I don't. I try to just keep it, you know, simple. Um, I try to keep it open for all to enjoy the channel. I know some people come to my channel and don't want that. I mean, they've told me, I'm glad you don't talk about politics, you know, but if like on my Instagram page, I might say something related to politics or what have you, or get my opinions. Um, But if I don't have enough information to make an informed decision, I just don't. Some people just talk out of their behinds just to have something to say. I don't don't do that. There's nothing wrong with that Mm -hmm. because you are still an avenue for people to get involved because if someone is offensive or if someone like when you started 
if someone knows nothing about guns, it's that that trickle down effect. They watch your show and then they start watching other shows and they'll get and they could get politically involved because, again, you are no matter what you are involved in guns and that is a political subject. So even though you don't bring politics into your show, the fact that you promote firearms ownership, that in of itself is a political action because people don't even want you to own guns. Yeah. So, again, kudos to you. You are an ambassador. I don't think you're doing anything wrong. I think, you yeah, know, yeah. You, you're everyone's on their own path and their own journey, right? But it's obvious, like, someone was asking, I think it was Ant, I don't know, uh, let me see, maybe, I think it was Ant Carter. Uh, here he goes. He says, what's your opinion of uh, the state of Connecticut shutting down the background checks for CCW holders and making it extremely hard to purchase firearms? That was the first thing you told us when you came on. So obviously you're into this. You're sharing your journey. As as Lewis is saying, that's helping to bring people in. You're aware of what's going on in your state. That's what you mentioned, you know, and uh, and I think that's the first place you need to start. You know, ultimately, you're you're you sh- first of all you have the right to run your youtube channel however you want but you are aware of things that are going on and you're still on your journey you're still learning and growing and all that kind of stuff and i'm sure you question you ask yourself because we had that conversation in the beginning how come i how come i can't own an ar15 you know right. how come i can't right. do this or how come i can't do that and i think that's the big question people need to start asking there's a lot of people in america that own guns and want to own guns and in the last uh what was it the last two years or something i think if we look at the stats the ownership with uh people of color women etc has taken off right versus whoever else yeah whoever else was doing it so here's a lot of people that are getting into guns first you need to get in then you need to Mm -hmm. ask yourself some folks are asking at the counter went because they were looking at tv and they thought you could just walk into a gun store oh i want that gun pay for it and walk out and the first place they're asking the question is what do you mean i have to go through a background check right i I remember i remember there was a a news journalist that that experienced exactly that he always Mm -hmm. thought or he or she i forget Mm-hmm. Even the person's gender, but mm-hmm. thought that, oh, you know, it's easy. It's just cash and carry. I walk in, don't have to show ID, buy the gun and leave. And they walked into a Walmart. Mm-hmm. And well, you know how Walmart is. Walmart made them fill out the 4473. Mm-hmm. They had to wait five days. They had to get the background done. They had to show proof of ID. The mm-hmm. the, the journalist didn't have the, the, the address that they lived at, didn't match the driver's license. So they, they were denied. And, and in the end, the person put in the, the and this was the scary thing. They were actually honest. They said, you know, I went into this thinking that, oh, it's so easy to get a gun. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of it, they realized, holy crap, it's actually hard, especially where they lived. Because I think it was out in California where they had to get the the, the draw. I forget what it's called. D.R.O.S. So they had to mm-hmm. do some state form on top of the federal form and a bunch mm-hmm. of other crap with it. Some but, states um, you have to get a permit to buy the ammo. Is Connecticut? Connecticut is not like that, right? You don't have to get a permit for ammo. No, you can. Um, you, well, you do. You do have to have a permit to buy ammo. But now you can actually go online to buy ammo. They just like approve that or something like that. That's still new. But before we couldn't buy ammo. Okay, you could go on. You could go to, online to buy it, but you still have to have a permit to go on before yeah, you go they online. Wanted, Okay. Yeah, you have to send a license of your permit and your license and your permit, a copy of both. 
Well, from what I remember, I I used to always buy from um, Target Sports USA, and uh, I would have to do the same thing, send a picture of my permit as well as my license, and then they would ship it here. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in some states you can't even do that. Right. You can't, like, yeah. I, I know in... I know in California right now, if you want to mail order ammo, it has to be shipped to an FFL and you have to have a background done just to get the ammo, let alone the gun. And what state is this? What state is California. this? California. Cali. Um, wow. Yeah. So, I know that but, um I know that when we like for instance, like I um I do some stuff for Optics Planet and I bought some ammo from them because despite what people think, I still buy from Optics Planet, even though they send me over products to review. Um, yeah, I understood. They, they wouldn't, they wouldn't, uh, I bought the ammo, they took my money and everything, and then they're like, oh yeah, we can't send ammo to Connecticut. No. And I'm like, based on what? I, I get it from other places. It was like, we can't. And they couldn't send me a completed upper. It's just, it's a yeah. lot. It's a lot you have to go through, but um yeah, as far as animals concerned, I think um, they they just recently passed something. But yeah, we can buy it online. Mm-hmm. Some places, not every place. Some yeah. places. So let's switch gears here a little bit since we're talking about this. Um, what are your dream guns that you would like to buy? You know, perhaps you can't even buy them because you're in in Connecticut. But I want to know. So I don't care if it's something that you can get that you're in Connecticut, what are your dream things without those things all in the way that you, you know, money is not an object, you know, whatever you want, your uh, diesel TV dude, your your YouTube husband is like, blank check, get whatever you want. Um. Okay, so I just started getting into rifles, so I don't, I don't know a lot about that. I just started getting mm-hmm. into it, but um, there is this rifle, I don't know what it is, but it's from FN. Mm-hmm. And I feel bad that I don't know all the information only because we can't have a lot of stuff here. So I don't even bother to, I just see it. I'm like, I want that, but I don't bother to do any more research on it because mm-hmm. we can't have it. But there's an there's a, there's a rifle from FN that I like, um, the MP5, the MPX. Um, I think the rifle from FN she wants is on my shirt. Oh, hold on. Let's see. <laughs> uh it's the pink is throwing me off. It's the pink for me. I can't. Yeah, I can't. What is that? What is that rifle? I can't make oh, it out. Oh, is it a, a scar? Is it a scar you're talking about? No, FN it's not scar? a scar. No, Describe it to scar. us. We're gun guys. We will figure it out here in a very short period of time. Uh, let me see. It's, is, it really it is it a bullpup? Is it a bull? Is is it a bullpup? No, it's not a bullpup. I'm, I'm trying to go- I'm trying to Google it. Um, okay. When I get when I get the info, I'll give it to you. But is it a what caliber is it? Three oh eight six five. I want to say I want to say five five six. Five five six. Okay, could be. I mentioned it to a friend. It's uh, I'm like looking, looking, looking. Okay. Um. Oh, the FAL. Mm -hmm. Oh, the right arm of the free world. Mm Hmm. I think yeah, I think that's what it is. A scar would be nice too, but and this FAL, I want that's old I want school. That's old school. I want a staccato. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do I want? I don't know. Everything, I guess. I, I'm a firm believer you can't have too many guns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. Preach it. Yeah. Yeah. So what is it you like that's about the FN FAL? What, what what do you like about that? What what's the? I don't 
you know what? Like I said, I don't know much about it. I just saw it and I was like, I don't know. It's something about it. First of all, I, I know I don't talk a lot about FN on my channel, mm -hmm. but I love FN handguns. I really do. And so when I okay. saw this, I was like, wow, that looks impressive. I, I would love a scar, but the scar seems a little bulky and the, and the stock looks like an Ugg boot. So I can't get I can't get past that. I don't know, but I, I, I that's the charm. That's amazing. part of the charm. I have a shot. Yeah. What'd yeah. you say? I said that's part of the charm of the scar, you know. And it does yeah, look I mean, it does look bulky. It, it tends to be a little bit lighter. I know there's people who say, "Hey, I could get a 308 or even a 556 lighter than that." I mean, that's one of those things that um, that people argue about and stuff like that. Um, so and I know Larry Vickers rave about you know, FN products, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. Some, By the yeah. way, where's my moderators right now? They're supposed to, I'm supposed to have moderators in the chat. I don't know what you guys are up to, but, uh, whoever's moderators out there in the chat needs to uh, get to work and do your thing. Uh, John Crump, uh, left a comment here. He says, sorry, I couldn't be on Lola will explain. So John Crump was supposed to be on, um, tonight. He's got some things going oh. on. So, uh, we understand that we, you know, uh, we don't mind that. Okay, so um, yeah, uh, so yeah, definitely the moderators are gonna need to get real busy up in there. And if Lola is listening, I'm not even surprised that the chat is get, yeah. off the chain. Uh, yeah, I mean, no, there's no. I don't think in general the people who are always here are fine. I think you know, obviously, oh, okay. there's always people who want to go around that, going around and troll or whatever. It doesn't bother me. Okay, so FN, what FN pistols do you like? Um, I like the FN45 tactical, although we can't have the tactical here. We could just mm -hmm. have the 45, so we can't have like the threaded barrel or the mm -hmm. extra capacity magazines. Mm -hmm. Um, I love the 509. I like mm -hmm. the FN, uh, FNS9. I had that gun early on and, um, mm -hmm. the FN9C. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't they have the 509. I wanted to try it, but it's... It's a little pricey, and I haven't found a range who has it yet, yet for me to test out, so I haven't been able to shoot it. But I know um, Colian Noir raves about it, but I haven't mm -hmm. I haven't shot it yet. Okay. Um, you guys don't have the approved handgun list like Massachusetts does, right, where it has to be, like, approved no. by – so as long as it doesn't have a threaded barrel or a magazine over 10 rounds, you could own it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for the most part, unless unless um, there are some pre-banned Glocks we can own too. It's like the pre-banned Glocks are like um, like the Gen One and Gen Twos. Yeah, um, with the yeah. barrel. So you, so you can use the, uh, the seventeen round mags in it and all that. But no, I, no, I don't think we can have the magazines. Uh, I thought the, the magazines capacity. were pre. -banned. I thought if you had pre-banned mags, you were still good in Connecticut. I, you know what? I might, I might be mistaken, but as far as I know, it's ten round capacity pre-banned or not. Because even with our ARs that are pre-banned, it's ten round mags. Unless you are law enforcement or military. That okay. sucks. Yeah. So, so I assume it's like that with the pistols as well. Because with with our ARs, we can only have ten rounds pre-banned or not. So mm. I assume that goes for you know. Are you the familiar, as well. Are you familiar with the um FN five seven? Do you know what that is? Um oh wait a minute, I have that. Oh you do? Okay. 
just bought it. Okay. I just bought it mm-hmm. late last year. Okay. But I've only shot it once. I just I haven't shot it again. I only have I only shot it once because of the ammo cost. Right. And okay. um it shoots nice, right? A little twenty two caliber. But the gun itself is it's quite big for it to just only shoot a twenty two caliber. But okay, um, so we, well, I, I think it's a five seven round, which it, you know, um, I mean, it kind of looks like I guess you could say it looks a twenty two. It's in that size thing, but it's um, you know, it's center fire, and a little bit. I, I would say a lot. It's like basically, um, you know, like how could you describe a five seven round? You know, I'm trying to. It, it's, it's, it's more, it's, it's it's more potent. It's it's way more potent than a 22. You know, it's moving really fast. It can punch through um, uh, body armor and stuff like that. You know, and depending on the uh, like the thickness and stuff like that, it could punch through a lot of things. So it has it has more of a punch. A lot of people compare it to 22 Magnum, I think, and kind of 22 okay. Magnum is kind of okay. like the poor man's 57. Um, but mm-hmm. I think five seven is a little bit in its own kind of category. You gonna, you want to chime in on that, Lewis? It's, it's the five. It's the five seven by two eight caliber, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I have the uh, FNPS yeah. ninety as an SBR. So yeah. the idea that it's the equivalent of a twenty two Magnum is wrong. It's it's yeah. far more capable than that. It's a great PDW round. Um, yeah, I'm trying it, to pull up does, my picture. I have. I have. I just got one. I had one before, and I just got a new one. Go ahead. Sorry. No, it, that it punches through some of the older... It was developed... The cartridge was developed in the 1980s to defeat Soviet body armor. The whole idea was that, oh my God, during World War III, the Russians are going to be dropping paratroopers behind allied lines, and mm-hmm. you're going to have all these cooks and orderlies and mechanics and truck drivers mm-hmm. armed with P90s and 5.7 pistols, and they were going to... Yeah, and they there's, were gonna big, there's bad the one Russians. that I got there. I'm showing, throwing that up on the screen recently. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. I, I've only shot it. I've only shot it once. I, I'm going to bring yeah. it back. I don't. I don't know a much much about it. I mean, mm-hmm. I've only shot it once, but um, I have it, and I'm going to bring it back. I just it's just the ammo. It's the ammo prices. Yeah. The ammo is a so. tough thing. The ammo is a tough thing. I think right now the price. So in the beginning, it was a little bit expensive because only FN was making that ammo. But lately, mm-hmm. there's a lot of different companies, I think, getting into the game of putting that ammo out there. But yes, right now, I don't know what the... I need to look and see what the prices are of FN uh, ammo these days. Um, when, I got it, when I got it from Bass Pro, it was like $32, $33 for a box of 50. And that was actually pretty good because mm-hmm. there was another gun store that was selling them $60 a pop for a box of 50. Mm. Okay. No. Yeah, that's oh, the yeah. ammo situation going on. Yeah, I was talking to um I see that Desert Wolf Armory is commenting. He was uh I was on the phone with him when I was like, should I get this gun? He was he was asking well, I was asking him some questions about it because I didn't know much about it. And uh he was like, Yeah, get this, get that, you know, that's sort nice, of thing. It's a nice so, gun. It's a nice gun to have. Yeah, um, he talked me into it. He talked me into it because I didn't know much about it and I've only shot it once, so Mm-hmm. I guess I'm I'm still learning as I go as I go along. Yeah, when the prices ease up here, I would say you know, um, and I hope they do soon. But when the and and I think they've been coming down a little, you know, it's a little volatile, but they've in general been coming down a little bit. But when the prices ease up, 
you know, that's when you want to get some of that ammo. In in general, before all of this, a lot of people considered it expensive to shoot, but the prices mm -hmm. have been coming down as other companies have gotten into the to the game of making the ammo. What were you gonna What were you gonna say about that, Lois? No, I was just saying that it's it's a great cartridge. It's um, mm -hmm. uh, as you said, other manufacturers have been jumping in the game. The mm -hmm. biggest uh, uh, game changer was Ruger jumping in with their pistol. Yeah, the fact that you have them producing their pistol has like extremely blew the popularity of the cartridge now. Yeah, have you uh, seen the Ruger version, the Ruger five seven? I haven't shot it, but I did mm -hmm. play around with it in the store. The only thing I don't like about it, from what I've seen, is the reset. I couldn't really feel the reset when I was dry firing. Okay. So because of that, and I remember when it first came out, the the gun store, the gun store that I frequent, he was like, "Lynn, you gotta try this. You gotta, you know, you gotta shoot this." And I didn't have time to shoot it that day. So when I was playing around with it, I was like, I don't like the trigger. He was like, yeah, but it's still better. It's still cheaper than the FN. I was like, I don't know if it's better from what I heard about the FN. At that time, I didn't own 5.7. Mm -hmm. But um, I played around with it, and I didn't like the reset, but I hear great things about it. So it's probably going to be a matter of time before I shoot. Yeah, I think a lot of um, a DLD After Dark says it's basically a neck down uh, to like the 17 HMR. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's its own cartridge. It, it wasn't yeah. neck down. It was yeah. independently developed by FN. It has no parent casing mm -hmm. that it was designed from. It's a straight walled cartridge that has a, a a neck on it. It's FN put a lot of design into it, and it was designed first for the P90 for the submachine gun, and then they built the pistol around it. And mm -hmm. it was a really good idea. And the only thing that changed was NATO decided not to adopt it. Mm -hmm. But it's a great, no, it's a great cartridge and it's a great gun. And I probably shouldn't said the, I probably shouldn't have compared it to the twenty two, but it, it just reminded me of that because it was that small, and I don't. I don't that's, think that's I'm not I'm not knocking you at all for that. I don't think no. you know. Yeah, no, um, that's not a wrong. yeah. That's not a that's it's not a, a problem. Gun. Yeah, um, you know you're you're still learning. I think so. Listen, I had one when I started doing this, and then I had a PS ninety, and I had one of those. Uh, I collect bullpups, but I wound up selling both of them because I had to like sell guns to get other guns in, and I really, I really regret it, you know. Um, so that's why I'm trying to like get back, get back to those guns. And it, correct me here if I'm mistaken, because I probably am. Um, does does the uh, Secret Service use? Uh, is it? Do they use the P90 or they? I think they use five seven pistols, right? Secret they, Service? they, the Secret Service specific, had a specific contract with FN for the P90. When the okay. original P90 came out, it had the white reticle uh, optic, mm -hmm. and the problem was is that white reticle was washing out against targets and, and background objects, and the Secret mm -hmm. Service wanted a black reticle with a tr with a red tritium insert, mm -hmm. uh, and that's. That became the P90 USG for U.S. government contract, mm -hmm. and uh, they developed the pistol, the 5.7. There, there was a regular 5.7, mm -hmm. and then they redesigned that to try to get the Secret Service to jump on board to do a twofer out of the deal. But the Secret Service just went with the P90 for uh, you know, the close protective for extreme close high volume fire for their protective details. I don't know if they're still using them, but they specifically were the reason why the black reticle came out on the P90. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh 
trust me, I think it's a it's a really cool gun. Lots of people trying to get into that um, space. And then, you know, so far as the, the 5.7 pistol, I think um, this is where Keltec's, uh the, the uh, what is the name of the Yeah, name? yeah, I, I forget oh, what man. it's called, but I know yeah, what the, you're talking about. Yeah, it's not the, the, what is it? Oh, man, I can't. CMR. There's the P no PMR. There's the Keltec PMR, which is the pistol that uses the 22 Magnum. That's like yep. a poor man's version of that. <laughs> you know, 22 Magnum. Eh, you know, I think 22 Magnum is cool. I'm a fan of 22 Magnum, but it's rimfire. That's the biggest problem that you're well, gonna my, find. My um, dream gun would be an American 180 submachine gun and 22 long rifle. And um, mm. like Ian on Forgotten Weapons said, it, it's a swarm of angry bees being shot at someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone wanted to is know. That, is that is that is that pretty popular? Um, machine guns chambered in twenty two. Oh, they're fun. Is that a thing? They're, they're they're cheap as hell. It's the only thing yeah. you can shoot it's relatively the, the, yeah. affordably. Yeah, it's the most fun thing to shoot. Any machine gun in twenty two, and then you could suppress it, which is so the beauty of shooting something twenty two, which is cheap, right? And mm-hmm. uh, and then you can suppress it. Where so now it's super quiet is amazing. Yep. Oh yeah. man, yeah, we yeah. don't have like that in CT as far as I know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and I've yeah, shot some. I've shot some cool guns. Like there's a um, so Walter from Safety Harbor Firearms. He has an AK-47 trainer. I think is it Russian or Yugoslavian? So something like that so it's an ak-47 trainer but it uses 22s and mm. and and it's a machine gun and it is one of the most beautiful things <laughs> in the world wow. <laughs> to shoot man 22 is so much to, fun I, I have yet to shoot an ak and it's funny because uh wow. quick story when mm. I, I i had my license for a while i've been shooting firearm i've been shooting handguns Mm-hmm. And a friend of mine was like, Liv, you got to get a pre-band because Connecticut is going to ban the pre-bands uh, ARs. Those are for you guys, you know, um, mm-hmm. ARs. And so I was like, ah, I don't know. I don't, I, you know, I'm kind of, not that I was scared of rifles, but I didn't know much about them. I was into handguns. So mm-hmm. he was like, just get it. So I was like, okay, I'm going to save my money. I got it. I got into it, started to love rifles, did my first AR-15 video, all this, all that. All of a sudden, I go into the gun store, I see uh, an AK, and it had a uh, double charging handle, right? With Magpul furniture, it was gray, it was, it was a thing of beauty. And I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. It was too much money for me to afford at the time, plus I had just bought my pre-van. So I was like, you know, I'll just hold off, I'll wait, you know, wait, save some money up, and I'm gonna come back and get it. Well, then the whole Las Vegas shooting thing happened and Connecticut politicians banned AK-47s. And so when I actually had the money saved to go back to get an AK, there was we couldn't no longer have them unless you were grandfathered in. So I've never to this day have I haven't shot an AK. I don't own one. Can't get it either. Yeah. It's so crazy. I remember when AKs were cheap. I mean, I, I remember buying Tapco, yeah, Tapco, that's the name we haven't heard in a while. When Tapco made receiver flat, and you could get a Romanian AK kit for like 75 bucks, and I was crank, you could crank out an AK for under $200 in your garage with a, mm-hmm. with a, uh, a press and a, and a receiver kit. And now it's, it's, a, it's crazy how AKs have gotten expensive. Yeah, how far back in the sure. days was that? And even now in America, there's uh, some companies making some good AKs too. Yeah. 
Oh, I'm, I'm talking now close to 20 years building AKs in a garage with friends. We would, mm. we'd build them, we'd build them for like 150 bucks, shoot them until they literally fell apart and then just be like, eh, okay, whatever. Scavenge mm-hmm. the good parts and start again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, Jay the Shooter is here. I don't know who that is. That's one. Of, that's one of your people. He said all this time he was waiting for the live on the wrong channel. Damn, Jay. <laughs> Jay, where have you been? Now you have to go back and watch it because this, 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 this is really good. You got to go back and watch it. But speaking of the AKs, um, I saw a video you did a while ago, Hank, on the um, what was it? It was like the AK variant from um, PSA. Okay. Do you still own that? Do you, I remember um, that video. Do you still own that? I'm not, like, sh- I'm not sure which videos. Um, I don't know how far it back a, it was, but but I want to uh, say maybe I want to say maybe six months ago the oh. Palmetto State guys they came on your channel and you yes. were shooting it and right. uh, they it went so, on sale and I think it was like sold out or something. Yeah, so I did, I did I never owned those. Someone from PSA came here to to hang out with us on the range and brought those guns okay. and we shot them and everything like that. So I haven't I haven't had a chance. Um, to get one of those. They've got some really cool stuff. I'm personally um, waiting for the 545 ones. Cause, oh, yeah. yeah that's, I, I'm I heard those are a little softer shooting, too. The, I heard that they they, yeah. they they don't have as much pop as the, as the um, what is it, the... Um, yeah, I think they're close. Right I, think they're, I think they're right in the middle between, like, um, you know, the, the AK... The the seven six two by thirty nine and five five six. So yeah, I think it's a lot uh, for me easier and more comfortable to shoot than that. And and I'm a fan of it. And I have because I like I said I collect bullpups. I have a bullpup AK um, from Century Arms that's five four five. And okay. I I love that gun. So I, you know I have, I have I've got some AKs. I got some AKs. My AK that I have right now that um that I like the most is from a company called Accutech, and that's like an American company that is uh they really build the the uh the barrel part of of an AK, but they okay. we built an all American AK with those guys, and uh, yeah it's pretty tough. I I enjoy it. I enjoy that thing. So um, it's you know it's got a milled uh, receiver, all that kind of stuff. So wow, uh, yeah, I missed out. I missed out on the AK. I, yeah, I missed out. Yeah, you listen, it's not over. It's not over. We might be able to <laughs> pull Connecticut. I mean, if back someone from, if so, mm-hmm. if someone has one that was grandfathered in and they bring it to the range, you know, I can shoot it. But I'm talking about like ownership, like I. I missed out. I mean, I have other firearms that have the 7.62 by 3.9 caliber, but it's not an mm-hmm. AK format. Like, for instance, they'll have the AK platform, mm-hmm. but you have to shoot the 5.56 five, through it. And I'm like, well, that's not really a AK because... Wait, so you, you know, could own an AK pattern rifle, but it can't be chambered in 7.62 by 3.9 in Connecticut? Correct. Can it be so five we, four five? Can it be five four five? No, or? they no, oh. they let go. They be in that too. So you can get five five six or two two three, oh. or you can get a nine. like a Norinco or whatever in seven six two by three nine. If so that makes what, sense. So you just, what year? So when they banned the AKs, did they do it by year, or you just cannot buy and sell one in Connecticut anymore? I don't. You cannot buy and sell one after the Las Vegas shooting. Period. 
But you can have the, like he said, like the platform. So I guess I don't want to, I don't want to misspeak, but it could look like an AK-47, mm-hmm. but it can't have a 762 by 39 caliber. Because then so that would make it AK-47. So my factory built 5.56 AK from Yugoslavia, my M90 MP, should be legal for sale in Connecticut because it was built from the factory in 5.56. Yeah, we're not um, sure. We're not sure. We would yeah, have to yeah, I'm not yeah. Sure. I know. I, know. I don't yeah. want to get into the weeds on it, but yeah. hmm, interesting. I'll look into it. Yeah. I would say so Kathleen Music Lover wants to ask this question. She says, What is 32 Icon's favorite pistol, Hank? I'm gonna guess I'm gonna guess that it's a Smith and Wesson. And my my first guess. My second guess is a CZ, but you go. You answer. That is correct. Um, probably the, the um, MMP 2.0 compact and then the CZ probably the CZ P01 will be mm-hmm. my second favorite handgun mm. I, yeah probably but definitely the MMP 2.0 compact I'm, I'm pretty simple and let me tell you I'm literally I like, I like how you're saying I like how you're saying like the CZ is pretty I'm pretty simple I just like CZs <laughs> well, I, only reason I say that because it's double action, single action. I just got into double action, single action last year. No, I understand. So, <laughs> no, I, I get it. I, you know, I'm with you. Oh, okay, oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I, I, I love Smith and Wesson and and CZ, and um, I have a story about CZ, but I can't, mm-hmm. I can't really talk about it now, but. Mm-hmm maybe in the future, but mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty simple. Like I, I really am. I'm simple. I'm simple. And I think it's because part of it is because we're, you know, we don't have that many options in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of the things that you guys talk about, I'm learning from mm-hmm. you, the different firearms and, you know, all that sort of things, because we just don't have the options here. And if we do, they're priced so crazy because we had to manufacture them in another form like an other mm-hmm. so it's yeah. like i can't even afford it so i don't even i don't even look at it you know type of yeah. thing so because i just yeah. get upset yeah no i understand what were you going to say lois you wanted to get something no, in I was here? Just saying, speaking of cz uh the czech republic they just passed their own version of the second amendment to be added to their constitution mm. oh really so, Good for yes. them. Yeah. So they're oh, wow. one of the few countries in the world that has an enumerated right to keep and bear arms now. Yeah. Good more, for them. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. More countries, more countries need to get up on that. Okay. So and, listen, go ahead. Go and ahead. I emailed and I emailed you a nice high res picture of my shirt. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love that shirt. I love that shirt. I'm yeah, we need to it. pass that on to thirty two icon, you know. <laughs> I love it's amazing. I mean, you know what it is? It's the confidence for me. It's the confidence in what you wear. That that's what it is. And the jewelry is that. That's that. I. He's like like that. Confident. I'm just a loudmouth Cuban. (laughs) (laughs) You know, same category. Same category. So listen, uh, we're up against the nine o'clock hour here. So I do, I do want to start wrapping it up. Uh, Check your six says uh, I'm going to get this comment in from him. He says, "Hank, great show. Sorry you had a douchebag trolling your podcast. It happens. It happens uh, quite often." <laughs> he says, "Wish I could uh, throat punch that uh, pos." And he says, "32 Icon is a great guest. You should have on more." Just saying. Hopefully, she had a good time with us, and we'll get her. 
I did. Thank you for inviting me. I was a little, I was a little shook. I didn't know what to expect, but I'm glad I came on. I'm sorry about the technical difficulties, but um, we got through it. So thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it. And Lewis, I had a great time with you. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Yeah, thank you. Um, Go ahead. And you know, Hank, I always say, folks, if you want to join GOA, simple gunowners dot org slash join, twenty five bucks a year. It really helps the fight. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So here's what I'm going to do. Before we end, we've got a couple more things we need to do here. Um, I'm going to start with Lewis and let him like tell you guys where you can find him, how you can communicate with him. If you're actually here in Florida, he has a lot of good info on what's going on here in Florida uh, in regards to the Second Amendment uh, in Tallahassee. So I would recommend getting on the email list for that. But Lewis, tell the folks how they can uh, keep in touch with you. Folks, the easiest way to get in touch with me is to join GOA. Again, it's just 25 bucks a, a month, or not a month, $25 a year, gunowners.org slash join. Uh, for Florida specific, we have our own GOA, Florida specific website. It's just florida.gunowners.org. So anything that happens here in the state, we post it up there. If you're a GOA member, you get email alerts straight from me on what's going on here in Florida. It's a, you can contact me directly through, our e- through my email. Um, I'm also on Facebook, of course, um, and I will be jumping more on social media as we get things here off the ground in Florida. So, again, the, the goal here is to make Florida really the gunshine state. And like I always tell Hank and everyone else, I don't speak for gun owners. I amplify your voices. And if you guys are silent, that's all I'm amplifying is silent. So I need you guys to get involved so we can make Florida a better place. Okay, awesome. Very, very well said. Um, so, and then now I'm going to go over the 32 icon. Can you tell the folks out there where can they find you? What social media are you on? If there's any way to communicate with you, etc., how can they do that? Sure. Um, I'm here. My channel is 32 icon. And if you want to find me on Instagram, I am live WFU 32. So L I V W F U. Three, two. I'm on Instagram and I post some firearm content on there, but mainly just laughing and giggling. You see another side of me and uh, my interests. And outside of that, you know, you could DM me. Uh, feel free to email me at 32icon at gmail.com. And outside of that, um, that's it. I'm, I'm around. All right. So. All right. <laughs> That's good. That's good. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to run in the end of the show. I'm going to come back. And then since you're 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 new to the show, this is your first time. Uh, I'm going to ask you to drop some words of wisdom on us as we go out here. Uh, 32 icon. So just think about that for a little bit. Let that percolate in the brain. Um, so I want to I want to thank everyone for hanging out with us. I don't think we have a show tomorrow. I'm going to take the rest of the week off. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on here. I need to get done. So uh, probably won't see us back here until a Monday, um, I think. So I'll I'll keep everyone posted on what's going on with that. Um, Jimmy, Hank, before you before sure. you leave, what's up? This is between tonight's show and Monday's show. Someone said something about Monday's show. Oh, so like Monday is usually free for all. Monday we get a little crazy. It's usually oh, myself, okay. Babyface P, and Walter, and then we might have someone else come on. If you want to be on a free for all Monday. We could arrange that. I, was just, I just didn't know what was so special about a Monday night instead of a no, Tuesday. It just night. gets it just gets real crazy. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I'll say my I'll say I'll say with Tuesday nights. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we usually go Monday to Friday. We usually go Monday to Friday. I'm I'm keeping it uh it's it's a short week. But yeah, you know, Monday night we leave for just all the craziness. 
Um, I want to shout out Barnoles, you know, for sponsoring the show, uh, makers of performance steel case ammunition. We appreciate those guys. I want to thank everyone for joining us here. You guys stay, stay right there. I'm going to run in the end. We're going to come back. 32 icons going to drop some words of wisdom on us. Here goes the end. We're coming right back. All right, guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us. It's been a great, fun show. I uh, hope you guys uh, enjoyed it. Please uh, smash your thumbs ups, ring the bell. We're going to take the audio out of this and throw it up on iTunes and all your other favorite places to listen to audio podcasts. We appreciate all the folks listening to us around the world as well as here in America. Um, you know, uh, lots of people enjoying the show tonight. Both uh, Lewis and uh, and Olivia, thirty two icon. It's all you guys have made a fun show. I've really uh, had a good time. I hope you guys have as well. Um, so and uh, let's do let's do this. Hit us with your words of wisdom, thirty two icon. What you got? Well, I'll just say as you navigate life, just be mindful of people and the things that are going through, and treat one another with kindness. There you go. Awesome. That's Thanks it. so much. <laughs> We're out of here. We'll see you guys later. Peace. We're out. Awesome.